7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. <laughs> I just can't. Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, the worldwide, the weekend edition. Indie Media Weekly, radio for humans. Uh, Trump cultists need not apply. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, welcome to the show. Uh, the one and only Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. You know what I've been doing today? Oh, what's I've been that, watching Joe? reruns. R- watching reruns of Flipper. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know what I've what I've been watching is a John Waters classic. His name is Pecker. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, Bob and Rain are on vacation in Florida right now, and uh, joining us before we take our break for next week, who will also be sitting in with Adam Hebert on Turn Up Tonight uh, on next Tuesday and Friday. The one and only Michelle Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM from Mike Check Radio. Hello, welcome. Hello, hello. It has been a little bit of a chuckling of a week, hasn't oh it? Oh my <laughs> God. Wait, wait, wait. Says who? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like it's like a game of tiddlywinks. Remember how you yeah. have the little hit the little thing and flip the little Oh yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, just a, it's it's like a domino set of tiddlywinks just going off right yeah. now. Yeah. Sure, sure. And of course, uh your your wingman, your uh the the, the other half of the dynamic duo, Miles Lagon, the uh, Galaxy Master from Mike Check Radio and uh and all parts of the galaxy. Welcome to the program, sir. Thank you, and I am just so titillated with giddiness. <laughs> it is. One more time. His name is Pecker. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, so, uh, my, my personal favorite uh, uh, is this. Uh, Look, Pecker, I just killed a worm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The John Waters classic, Pecker, of course, from 1999 with Edward Furlong and a cast of uh, wonderful characters. Went through there and just found so, so many clips uh, from from that movie uh, like this one. Can't get enough. Pecker. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> the trailer had some really good ones. So <laughs> and I found some other random ones, too. Uh, but, oh, here's another here's another good one from uh, from the trailer. A peek at Pecker. To Pecker. Yeah, a peek at Peckers. <laughs> oh, so anyway, I'm so sorry. I got rid of my big Peckers bar and grill T-shirt from Ocean City. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Uh, 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 oh yeah. I got me a big Pecker. 
So <laughs> <laughs> I bet you they're doing a bang up business tonight. Uh, I oh. think so. Yeah, it's a pack of pickled peckers. <laughs> oh wow, so many peckers. So uh, I think you know you try, <laughs> and of course I, I had this one too from uh, Sling Blade. You think it's really got peckers in there, could it? Now you know better than that. You ought not say that word. <laughs> <laughs> you ought not say that word. Um, so anyway, before we get to it, uh, I was really excited to find this for uh, Mr. Santorsa. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is excited because uh, you're a big fan of the Schmangy Brothers from SCTV. Am I correct? Schmangy. Schmangy. So, <laughs> so we've we've got uh, we we have something that we're going to play intermittently between now and uh, November. Uh, here oh, we go. you don't have schmangy drafts. What, yeah, check it out. Check it out. Listen. I'm sorry, but your names aren't on the list. You forgot to register. But Vilviatchku's name's on the list. Yeah, how come you got her name? You ain't got ours. Because Mrs. Vilviatchki filled out a form. She's a registered voter. Hi, I'm your Schmengi. And I'm Stan Schmengi. You know what you just saw, of course, was a dramatization. Election day is drawing near, and it's every good citizen's duty to go out and vote. But you can't vote unless you register. So if you're a citizen in this great country ours, register, then vote. And taste some freedom for a change. It's almost as good a taste as Mrs. Vilviatchki's cabbage rolls and coffee. <laughs> so register, then vote. There you go. <laughs> uh, I never heard that. I never heard that. I was just... I- <laughs> I never heard that. As mu- as many times as I've watched the Schmingy Brothers, which is about four thousand times, mm-hmm. I've never heard that uh, public uh, that uh, public service announcement. Well, I I happened to be I was on YouTube uh, and we watched an interview of um, uh, Eugene Levy's uh, son uh, Daniel Levy, I think. Uh huh. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And because uh, we're we're big fans of Shit's Creek. And uh, we just saw this interview, and he was talking about like all the weird characters that his dad did as a kid. Because he's like, "Yeah, dad was always really serious, but it was so bizarre to see these weird characters like the Schmangi brothers." Oh, and then, they were. and then I saw a Schmangi's brother video pop up, and it was their tribute to John Williams. <laughs> <laughs> and well, in, the, did- in the middle of that, they had this uh, PSA. I don't know if it was real <laughs> or, or if they actually, I- you know. As, as big a Schmingy fan as I am, I've never heard that before. But I have heard their uh, tribute to to uh, you. You never, you've never uh, lived until you heard them do the Doors. Oh, Touch now me. I I saw the new wave one. And I love their video. Oh, so. Touch me. <laughs> oh no. To, oh yeah, see they that. touch me. But they do it in polka. Poker touch so. me. <laughs> oh, beautiful, beautiful. Come on, come on and touch me, babe. Well, I feel like a ro- I feel like a royal jerk right now because I had some great audio and apparently I just closed Audacity last night without saving it because I, I think it was the last thing I had. And I, I after I recorded this and Miles and Michelle, I don't know if, if either of you saw it, but there was a video on Fox News of Duncan Hunter getting grilled by Martha McCallum over the accusations against him uh, for abusing campaign funds. And, you know, he had a court date today. Uh, and she was going down the list. And, and basically, in the middle of this interview, he just blamed it all on his wife. 
and you know, and I and I listened to it, and for a second, I was thinking maybe you know, you know, I sent it to to Rain and Joe, and I was like, look at this shit at the minute thirty mark. He totally throws his wife under the bus, and of course, I have a sound effect for that. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> go ahead, Miles. No, I was going to say, I can absolutely attest that uh, blaming your wife for anything is absolutely not the right thing to do, unless, of course, your credit card gets turned down. Well, then that's okay. But otherwise, <laughs> no, never. Uh, it's it's an inside joke. Uh, well, well, well so, here, it, but here, here's the interesting thing is they showed up in court today separate. she was she was she handled his finances basically to paraphrase what he said he's like oh uh, she became my power attorney when i was over in iraq and i came back and she still handled my finances she was in charge of the campaign and charge money and basically she was sending texts to him saying oh you know just you know you need a, a a hawaiian shirt just go buy it at the sporting goods store and say you're buying golf balls for you know wounded wounded warriors and he was going out to bars and getting shit-faced and uh, using the campaign money for that. And, like, there's one instance where he walked away and then the bartender or server or whatever took his beer away. And, um, you know, because they thought he left. And then he came in and threw a shit-fit and demanded another beer. And, I mean, this guy was just going bonkers with his campaign money. In the video that I... There's another video of Duncan Hunter of, of him on a pier where he was doing a fishing trip, trying basically doing a photo op to go out fishing with wounded warriors, and he sounded just completely oblivious and or drunk, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, like early in the morning. So, <laughs> so I guess what you're saying is his wife was not his court date. No, this is true. This is true. So I need to. I need to get to because uh, we're going to be issuing rim shots all uh, night long. I think so. I was just going to say, sorry, ladies. He's taken. <laughs> He's going to be taken for everything, probably, <laughs> unless he signed a solid prenup. Um, but uh, uh, but yeah. So uh, I, I recommend everybody going out and you know because the, the this is a big story. I couldn't believe it started breaking because, like I said. I just kind of thought he misspoke, Michelle, or, or at least spoke carelessly. No, he, he doesn't sound like the guy that, that, that speaks careless, carelessly. I'm pretty sure, you know, he doesn't want to own up to any of his mistakes. So, you know, he's the type that will blame it on his wife just because, you know, the wife is supposed to be responsible for everything. It's all her fault that he's done anything wrong. So, <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's what I do. I blame my wife for everything. So that's when everything goes wrong. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't let me get away with it. Though. Oh yeah. But uh, but yeah. So uh, I guess we should probably get to the. Oh man, it, it's so crazy the 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 David Pecker stuff, and uh, <laughs> you know, and some audio I really wish I would have gotten, and and uh, uh, I was gonna say I'll have it for next week, but I won't. Is do you guys remember when Ted Cruz had that little press conference about um, the the basically the I think it was related to the oh no it was he had a press conference about the Inquirer story about him having multiple affairs multiple lovers hmm. uh, and 
he had this big press conference said this was manufactured by Donald Trump and his friend David Pecker at the at the National Enquirer. It's lies. It's it's you know just a, a way to try and smear me because he's afraid of me, and and it was true. It was true that that's what he was doing. And if anybody has ever seen an Enquirer, uh, you know, and, and I think Rachel Maddow, I watched some of her show last night. Um, she was running video and it had photos of the covers of some of the Enquirer magazines that were coming out during the election. Well, the Photoshop pictures of Hillary Clinton, you know, six months to live. Bill Clinton oh, yeah, yeah. has AIDS, you know. Uh, you know, I mean, it was, it was just, you know, Vince Foster dead on Mars. Um, and, uh, you know, but you know, they, they have all these like corpse like Photoshop pictures of Clinton that they kept putting out, you know, you know, days to live, liver failure, whatever. Um, and, but it was all glowing, positive, you know, news about Trump and, so what has been suspected for some time is that basically Trump was handpicking the stories. Uh, I guess David Pecker has a vault of stories that you know, uh, you know, he 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 killed, like the uh, Karen. Oh, what's her name? The the playmate McDougal. Um, McDougal. Thank you. So yeah, so uh, among others, but you know, it, basically, Trump. You know, they would have like uh, the Inquirer always does. They they have like some kind of you know just anybody you know with uh, an anonymous source without any credibility uh, or zero uh, credibility like Rudy zero. Brennan. You know they they in they would just. It would be oh, okay. You know what I heard? Somebody, a cousin of a cousin of a cousin. Who you know smelled somebody who works in the Hillary Clinton campaign told me, um, you know, and and then they would run with this full blown you know bullshit story, and Trump apparently was hand picking them. So every time anybody who was voting went to the grocery store, there were all these horrible, horrible, ugly, bullshit, fake news stories staring everyone in the face, and. And it's terrifying. The way Maddo laid it out was was incredible. Um, but uh, here, here's a little clip from Poppy Harlow's show on CNN, um, uh, and this is this is April Ryan. Um, and we we love April Ryan here on Turn Up Tonight. Um, and I, I want to I, I want you to hear what what she has to say about this whole David Pecker thing, and and why you know this is really important that. Pecker has flipped, and oh, and did you guys see the MSNBC Chiron? Uh, Trump afraid of Pecker leaking. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, well played, well played, MSNBC. Uh, um, I am so so. Now that was photoshopped. <laughs> oh, was it? Oh, was it? Oh, okay. yeah, you could tell, but you know, how you could tell somebody. You can see clone marks all over the the red, and then no. you, the 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 font is way off. No, oh, okay, okay. I didn't think of it, so I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah. See, I was telling Miles that that was that was fake. Oh, uh, I'm believing it's real, and I'm sticking with that. <laughs> I saw it real quick. I saw it real quick. So, uh, but anyway, I retweeted oh, it too. Marks all over it. 
<laughs> but anyway, uh, Jester, tw- yeah, Jester tweeted it, and I retweeted it. So, uh, but anyway, this is what April Ryan uh, had to say uh, to Poppy Harlow about this uh, about this uh, pecker problem Trump has. April, to you, right. uh, I want to quote a, a former staffer mm-hmm. at AMI who told Ronan Farrow of the New Yorker when he did this big profile on Pecker and AMI just a few months ago, quote, in theory, you would think that Trump has all the power in that relationship, but in fact, Pecker, it's Pecker that has the power. He has the power to run these stories. He knows where the bodies are buried. Does Pecker have the upper hand Mm. on the president here? Pecker has the upper hand and the president is not happy about that. Um, You know, anytime that you dance with the devil or know something about what someone is doing, that person doesn't necessarily want it to be told. And right now it's about David Pecker trying to save his own skin because how deep is David Pecker? I mean, this president talks about, and and Papa, you said it, he talked about fake news and crafting news and he indeed himself as a civilian was crafting news, Mm -hmm. killing stories and, and smearing people's names. Um, this does not bode well for this president. I mean, I mean, you don't know how far this goes. And it's like every day, what level of crazy are we in? Um, what level of, of reality show, uh, White House reality are we in? I mean, it, it just keeps going and going. This president has something to fear. He has something to fear. Amen to that. Amen. Certainly does. Amen. Especially after today. So we haven't even mentioned what happened today. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and we don't even know what's going to happen in an hour so oh my like god I just, like i just said in chat did anyone else cringe when she said how deep was pecker yeah well okay that well, just sounded wrong <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll give april ryan a little bit of a yeah uh yeah. <laughs> april ryan but oh well, I, I i now i do want to say this michael mckean very serious man of course everybody knows michael mckean from Spinal Tap and, you know, Better Call Saul, Laverne and Shirley, many other films. That's a very serious statement um, here that he shared from uh, the spokesperson of AMI. It says, Mr. Pecker does not appreciate all the childish jokes about his name. I AMI spokesperson <laughs> Fanny Goblincock. So, uh, there you go. Please, everybody, cool it. Cool it with the name. So. <laughs> Fanny Goblincock. <laughs> Uh, yes, I'm going to retweet that right yeah. now. We, we could always have, you know, see what Roger Hedgecock thinks about this whole situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or uh, for certain. And, uh, but yeah, <laughs> my God, this is, uh, but uh, this, let you know, what makes me really happy about all this, because it has gotten so serious, there's no way to possibly avoid Fox News reporting on this. And I'm not going to play a Brett Bear. I'm not going to play a Neil Cavuto. I'm not going to play any of those guys. We're going to play our hero, Shep Smith, talking oh, Shep. about this. Because there's an, there's an, uh, there was a development today with uh, uh, Alan Weisselberg. <laughs> and uh, this is uh, part one of uh, two clips from uh, Shepard Smith today. And it's, it's just uncanny. First from the Fox News deck this Friday afternoon, all the president's men, at least most of them, <laughs> appear to be working with the government now in the Mueller investigation. <laughs> today, it's another longtime friend and close associate of the president himself. This time, it's the top money man at the Trump organization, Alan Weisselberg, a man whose relationship with the Trump family and Trump himself dates back decades. 
Fox News chief White House correspondent John Roberts confirms what the Wall Street Journal first reported. Federal prosecutors have given Weisselberg immunity in exchange for information about President Trump's former lawyer and fixer, Michael Cohen. It's all part of the criminal investigation into payments Cohen made to a porn star and to a playmate ahead of the 2016 election. Each woman claims she had an affair with President Trump. He denies it. And remember, Michael Cohen said in his secretly recorded conversation with President Trump that Weisselberg would handle the payment when it came to payment time. Need to open up a company for the transfer of all of that info regarding our friend David, you know, so that I'm thinking that right away. I've actually come up and I've spoken to me and I've spoken to Alan Weisselberg about how to set the whole thing up uh, with so what are we funding. That, uh, yes, um, and it's all the stuff, all the stuff, because you know you never know where that company, you never know where he's going to be. Correct. So I'm, I'm all over that. And I spoke to Alan about it when it comes time for the financing, which will be... Listen, what financing? We'll have to pay you. So no, 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 no. I got... No, no, no. No, pay by check. Okay, I want to pause it right there because how awesome is that that Shepard Smith just played that whole thing that we've been playing? Yes. <laughs> so incredible. It is what... Um, as much as... Trump has to fear about Pecker. What I'm hoping is there's Pecker. this back, yeah, this Sorry. backlash of because um, the kind of crap that the National Enquirer pumps out there to me it does sound like um, their target demographic is more the wacky right wing kind of uh, mentality. Mm-hmm. I think they are the ones that, that, that really... And so when they go after Trump, with, with Pecker going after Trump like this, that they suffer a, a boycott that really hits them in the wallet. Just just an observation. That's yeah. the whole thing. What do you think, Pecker? Uh, so <laughs> you know, who would have thought, thought a week ago that today we'd be talking about both of Trump's Peckers getting them in trouble? Oh, see? See? There you go. And, uh, yeah. So, before it was a little pecker problem. Now it's a big pecker problem. So, (laughs) it's a double pecker problem. We thought that a Doctor Who, he had two hearts. Does he have two peckers? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Not Uh, anymore because it's female. This is true, yeah. Look, pecker. I just killed a worm. Okay, <laughs> let's get to the rest of the Shepherd Smith Club. Remember, the president first said he did not know about the hush money payments in advance. His then aide, Hope Hicks, said, we know nothing of these payments. His spokespersons, Raj Shaw and Sarah Sanders, both said that the president denied knowledge of the payments. Michael Cohen said the president knew nothing of the payments. Cohen's attorney, David Schwartz, said the president was not aware of any of it. Four months ago, President Trump himself denied knowing about a payment. Asked directly on Air Force One, did you know? No. Now we know the president was not telling the truth. As for Weisselberg, reporters at the Wall Street Journal last month broke the news that the feds had called the Trump Organization CFO to testify before a grand jury earlier this year. The Journal reports Mr. Weisselberg then talked to investigators, though it's not clear from their reporting whether he ever appeared before a grand jury. What is clear is that the feds are tightening the screws. The feds are tightening the screws. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
yeah and you know seriously that's uh <laughs> I, I had like to clip that. i had to clip that up. what is clear is that the feds are tightening the screws <sighs> mm. Mm. that is beautiful that is beautiful and and again can you imagine what's going on in your average Fox viewer household when Shepard Smith comes on and talks like that? <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Oh, I know. It <laughs> probably goes something like this. Shut up! Shut up! Oh, my God, I don't care! Yeah. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care. They, they, you know, they, they, you know, they're just like... Shut up! Shut the fuck up! Man. Shut up! That's all. That's all. They just Shepard Smith. You, you're a bad man for saying. What is clear is that the feds are tightening the screws. <laughs> Too much. Oh, poor oh, Trump. Running around their fingers in their ears. La 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 la. <laughs> no safe space left for the Trump cult. Ah, isn't it sad? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm breaking out the violin for him. Oh yeah, it is, it is kind of funny when Fox actually has to put, report real news. I know. <laughs> it just, it just, it just. That's that's the Schadenfreude moment for me. You know. Oh yes. Oh it's, yes. And we know Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. People taking pleasure in your pain. Thank you for the reminder. Um, so let's go ahead and, uh, run through the next clip, uh, with, uh, uh, Shep Smith talking about Weisselberg and Pecker, Pecker flipping. On Tuesday, the special counsel passed its first courtroom test when a jury found President Trump's former campaign chairman guilty of tax evasion and bank fraud. That same day, the president's former fixer implicated the president in a federal crime. Says who? When he told a judge that candidate Trump (laughs) directed him to pay off the porn star and the playmate. (laughs) In Cohen's sworn testimony as part of his guilty plea, Cohen indirectly named the president as the man who directed his actions. The next day, when reporters asked Press Secretary Sarah Sanders about the payments, this was her refrain. What I can tell you is what the president has stated a number of times. He did nothing wrong. There are no charges against him. Sanders used essentially that same language nearly a dozen times in that one appearance. (laughs) Then yesterday, not long after President Trump said in an interview that aired on this network that flipping should probably be illegal, (laughs) we found out the president's longtime friend and CEO of the National Enquirer's parent company had gotten immunity for talking about, about Cohen and the payments. Remember... Executives at the tabloid reached a deal for $150,000 to pay the former playmate Karen McDougal for her story and never published it. Is Pecker. So to recap, the fixer who ponied up and said the president told him to do it pleaded guilty to federal crimes. The head of the company that buried the, Playmoits, the playmate story flipped Playmoits. and is cooperating with the feds. Now the man the fixer said would arrange the payment, the chief financial officer of Trump organization, has flipped and is cooperating with the feds. The question, what are they saying to the feds? And beyond the payments to the porn star and the playmate, what did the president know? And when did he know it? Oh, man, a ship. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, that whole... Devastating. (laughs) Devastating. What did he know? When did he know it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I I really think that they they should just play. Uh, you know, it, it, from now on, Sarah Huckabee Sanders instead of referring to outside counsel, should just stare off to the the press pool and play. Hello, this. darkness, my old friend. <laughs> 
Because it's eating her alive having to lie like this. It, you can tell. She is just, she was shaky the other day. I oh, mean, yeah. that, this cannot be good for the human spirit. And did you see her sister betrill uh, shoulder pads? Oh, Jesus. What was oh, this? Oh, yeah. The, the flying nun. She was like the flying nun. Yeah, Shit. I kind of. Kind of, it, it, they kind of reminded me of like you know those little you know those fish that have the ribbony the <laughs> the yeah, ribbony yeah, fins. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the ones so, you mean. <laughs> yes. I mean, so maybe yeah. she, that was for her to swim away. So, <laughs> what were you gonna say, Michelle? Yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking, you know, either she, nobody is is giving her any sort of wardrobe advice, or she's just dressing herself and just doesn't care anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's probably on point. So that's what happens when you dress in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, democracy does die in the darkness, and so does fashion. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and run to the break. Unless, Miles, was there any last thing you wanted to say before we uh, hit the break? Oh, something inappropriate. So we can skip it. Pecker. So. Yeah, no, it was was like that. That's that's the way you dress when you think about too much about Pecker. Yeah. His name is Pecker. All right. We're going to run to the break. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I got I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Oh, this next song is sung by Rooney. It's called Sea Monkeys. No, it's not. No, it's called Crazy Nights Last yeah, Summer. It's sung by me. Sang by Rooney. Never mind. <laughs> I can we'll do it live. Too. <laughs> Crazy Nights Last Summer. Drive 
Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from Bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. His name is Pecker. Uh, yeah, we'll get back to that. Just calm your horses. Uh, welcome back to the program. <laughs> Look at me. I'm talking to myself like, oh, you played the clip. His name Oh, is now calm, calm down there. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's an illusion, an audio illusion. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, Michelle from Port St. Lucie, Florida, joining us, uh, of course, so can be heard every Saturday on Mike Check Radio. Uh, and of course, uh, you excited to uh, help fill in uh, for Turn Up the Night next week? Yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. Um, I think we're we're gonna we're gonna have some fun. I hope so. I hope you do. So, uh, Miles, what about you, Miles? Of course, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Also heard on Mike Check Radio. Welcome back. I'm hoping. I I I'm hoping that next week is as exciting as this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I just want the role to continue. Yeah, I will. Uh, you see, in uh, uh, the reason, oh, I'll explain in a second here. And of course, uh, Joe Sands Torsa, Scranton Torsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, uh, also heard on the Tim Coromel show. 
another epic clown car for you last week. I oh, I, I can't even imagine what this one's gonna be like. <laughs> Dear Lord. So, uh, but yeah, Joe Santoris says, Grand Pennsylvania, welcome back, sir. Joe, you there? Did you not unmute? I did not. There you go. See, I did not. But I just saw this headline. It was shocking. It says, "FBI tips Pecker (laughs) that he's going to be stiffed by Trump." (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) Wow, is that is that a headline you wrote? Yeah. Okay, I thought so. (laughs) So, Says who? Yeah. So, (laughs) but uh. Confess, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get enough. Pecker. So, <laughs> mm. anyway, uh, welcome back, uh, everybody. But yeah, so uh, uh, good news. If anybody is a, a, f- a friend of mine on Facebook, one of my last posts, you can see the concrete pad that was installed yesterday, poured, I should say, yesterday for our new garage and patio. And I'm very excited about that. I'm hoping construction starts next week. I'm hoping I didn't take off next week in vain, but you know, but it's all right. The show's in, in good hands with Adam, Miles, and Michelle, and uh, I will uh, I will be hopping on. Uh, I'm going to play it by ear, but I'll be I'll be joining in on the program at some point, probably towards the tail end of the show uh, on both nights. Um, it's a fine it's a fine fine slab you have there, Ken. But uh, I have a question. Yeah, did you get a pecker imprint? No, I, I I didn't uh, do a Pecker impression uh, on it. Uh, I didn't. Uh. So, <laughs> uh, so you you can't uh, unfortunately uh, you can't get a peek at Pecker there. Uh, so there you a go. A peek at Pecker. Yeah. Uh, oh, so <laughs> no. you have to immortalize it somehow. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was a that was some bad advice you guys are giving me. Yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, of course, this is funny because we are allowed to say pecker in this house because before we weren't saying pecker, we were saying the other P-E word, um, and uh, and now it's perfectly fine uh, because we didn't know the whole, we didn't know pecker was coming down. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see this pecker thing coming. Uh, as yeah, that's what that's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> or that's what he said. You never know. Uh, His name whatever. is Pecker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Trump cult is apoplectic this week, man. And it's no wonder. Because they got nothing. Did any, did you guys, uh, I know Joe has, but uh, Miles and Michelle, can I torture you a little bit with some of the Trump Ainsley Earhart interview? Please. <laughs> oh, I've seen it. Go sure. ahead. Yeah. Well, it's mo- they're mostly short clips, but I love this because I, 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 I was speechless after I heard this clip. <laughs> I mean, this first one, and I, I don't know if they're in order or not. It doesn't matter because his, his interviews are so fucking rambling. It doesn't even matter, you know, but this one clip, this 30 second clip, Ainsley Earhart asked him about impeachment. (laughs) I'm surprised he didn't say, I don't like peach with mints, you know, Um, (laughs) he's a fucking idiot. 
uh, yeah. because this is uh, it, it, you know, breaking news. Trump's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mean to uh, condescend to my audience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is just uh, 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 I, 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 here. I, I'm just going to play instead of stammering. 76 <laughs> days away from the midterms. Hard to believe. If the Democrats take back power, do you believe they will try to impeach you? Well, you know, I guess it says something like high crimes and all. I don't, I don't know how you can impeach somebody who's done a great job. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if I ever got impeached, oh, yeah. I think the market would crash. I think everybody would be very poor. What? Because without this thinking, uh, you would see, you would see numbers that you wouldn't believe. In reverse, if Hillary Clinton got elected. Oh, so every time it, he brings up somebody, if he brings up Clinton or Obama, that's where I fade the interview out, <laughs> just so everybody knows. Um, so if you'd like to do a drinking game, you can. But um, if I got impeached, everyone would be very poor because you wouldn't have thinking like this. And he pointed it as it is hair. Um, you wouldn't have thinking like this. Thinking like what? Every all of a sudden, magically, everyone in the country is going to be poor. <laughs> because that's how it works. It'd be a real shame if something were to happen to your country if you impeached me. This economy's looking real nice. It'd be a real shame well, if you know. Yeah, and, and yeah. that that's him playing to his poorly educated base. I mean, because, Michelle, can you imagine? There's probably somebody out there going, Oh, oh, we're going to be poor if Trump gets impeached because he said it. <laughs> now, Ainsley sat there and basically did a softball interview. As oh, we yeah. Call it, right? Sure. <laughs> and, he, and he incriminated himself at least ten times. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've got more. We've got more. Can you imagine why they don't want him to sit down with Mueller? Oh my God! It's oh. it's it's but but Michelle, I'm sorry, Michelle, you were you were gonna say something? No, not not really. The problem is, I can't imagine people thinking that they'll believe anything that comes out of that puckered Trump, little mouth. Trump said we're gonna be poor because Democrats gonna impeach him. I don't yeah. like peach and mints together, though. Uh, mm. <laughs> you put the peach in the mint. Impeachment. Trump can't help but blurt what's on the top of his head. <laughs> if it, if he thinks it's going to help him, you know, talking about like, ooh, impeachment might hurt me. What will scare people into not impeaching me? Oh, the economy's going to go bad if you. Yeah, he'll just blurt out a little. I, I just. So there you go. Yeah. I, I love what what Trojan Rabbit says that uh, we'd all go we'd all be poor because we went broke celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, drinks on me. Ah <laughs> uh, shit. So uh, here's here's part two. Um, oh my god, he does. He just. I I, I okay. You know the two crimes. Related to the campaign uh, finance, uh, you know that that the, the criminal activity that uh, Cohen pleaded guilty to, right? Right. To, you know there were the eight charges altogether, but two of them were related to to campaign finance. Right. But apparently, 
Those aren't crimes. <laughs> he said it a couple times. This is this is. Oh my God! He said one story. Said you didn't know anything about the payments. No. And now he's saying that you directed no. him to make these payments. Did you direct him to make he these payments? He made the deal. He made the deals. And by the way, he pled to two counts that aren't a crime, which nobody uh, uh, understands. Uh, uh, not, uh, no. I watched a number of shows. Sometimes you get some pretty good information by watching shows. Oh my God! <laughs> oh my no. God! Yeah. What did you watch? Hannity and fucking Tucker Carlson. You get some pretty good advice by watching some of the shows. I watched some uh, Matlock. Good advice. I'm watching Judge Janine. Judge, oh god, she's so yeah. good. <laughs> Judge Judy as well. Divorce court. Um, goes to Wapner. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be needing to be in divorce court sometime soon. Um, but no, no, no. So, so they're not crimes. What? He pled guilty to the crimes. I guarantee you, Trump, these prosecutors know a whole fucking hell of a lot more about the law than you do. And, of course, this clip is going to fade out, too, when it gets to the end. But, anyway, continuing. Those two counts aren't even a crime. They weren't campaign crimes. Did did you know about the payments? Uh, Later on, I knew. Bullshit. But you have to understand, what he did... And they weren't taken out of campaign finance. That's a big thing. That's a much bigger thing. Did they come out of the campaign? They didn't come out of the campaign. They came from me, and I tweeted about it. You know, I, what? I don't know if you know, but I tweeted uh, about what? the payments. But they didn't come out of campaign. In fact, my first question when I heard about it was, did they come out of the campaign? Oh, my because God. that could be a little dicey. And they didn't come out of the campaign, and that's big. But they weren't. That's not a. It's not even a campaign. Here comes violation. the pivot. If you look at President Obama, he- that's where I faded it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let, me, let me tell you, I never killed any. I, I never. I never hired anybody. Uh, any any hitmen. I shot him myself. <laughs> oh. I, I mean, seriously. As soon as I found out about it, the first thing I asked was, did it come from the campaign? Oh, my God. You sound so guilty. <laughs> you sound so guilty. I mean, you know, I, I, what, a, what a smart person would have said would say, I know that money didn't come out of the campaign. I would never even think to ask that because we were on the up and up. But he's like, oh, when I first heard about it, I asked. They came out of the campaign. Oh, my God! Go ahead, Miles. <laughs> I love the... I love, no, that was my money. <laughs> oh, my God. That was my gun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, so Miles. Got my dumb. own gun. Yeah, I mean, every, every show I've watched, uh, uh, when they're talking about this, they point out that the money not coming from the campaign is the problem. Because it was used to influence the election, thus it is an unaccounted for mm-hmm. contribution to the campaign, which is illegal. <laughs> and everybody yeah. said, and he's so dumb to even understand to, that he shouldn't yeah. be talking about it. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's it's it is mind blowing. It is mind numbing that the, the depths of uh, the stupidity. I can't imagine being uh, uh, you're watching watching Mueller watch that for the first time and him just sitting there shaking his head going, oh. <laughs> I think Mueller's like gonna tip from uh, Futurama. I love that sound clip. That's one of my favorite sound clips. Just oh, uh. 
Yeah. Well, I, I don't know, I, Michelle. I think he might be just you know uh, just saying hold my beer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> when he sees shit like that. You know, I, I can see him taking notes and just smiling to himself. Oh yeah, he, you know, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, this is good. You know, this is good. Oh, you know, they've got like this, like a room with a huge wall <laughs> dedicated to a timeline, and they just go, "Yep, here's where he said this. Let's put a note. Boop, done." Well, and actually, it goes and goes and goes. Actually, I can come clean right now. The reason I'm building a garage is because of my deep state Soros connections. They needed an extra storage facility for all of the dumb shit Trump has said. Uh, so <laughs> that's why I'm building a new garage, everybody. Just so you know, deep state confirmed right here. Illuminati confirmed. Um, <laughs> lizard people so heard, as well. Uh, I heard that uh, uh, Mueller is going to answer. Uh, Mueller is going to answer. Uh, the uh, the letter that uh, uh, they sent uh, with the questions and yeah, whether yeah. there's going to be an interview. Uh, he said after the Ainsley interview, Mueller said, I don't need to talk to him anymore. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, well, and here's, here's further proof um, because, you know, that whole flipping thing, Michelle? Uh-huh. It should totes almost be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> What Michael Cohn pled to weren't even campaign related. Why, they weren't why crimes. Bullshit. Why is he doing this? Because, why? He's he's, your because he made a great deal. Because he was in another what? business totally unrelated to me, where I guess there was fraud involved and loans and taxi cabs and all sorts of things. Nothing to do with me because he had an outside business. He worked for me. Mm-hmm. You could really say it was more or less part time. He had other businesses. He had other clients. I'm not his only client. (laughs) And Michael Cohn had, I guess, a taxi (laughs) business. And somebody reported him for some things in his taxi business. And that's how this started. And they put the two counts of campaign violations in there. But a lot of lawyers on television and also lawyers that I have say that... They're not even crimes. If you're saying the payments, if they're not illegal, then why would he even, why would he use that information for a plea deal? Because he makes a better deal when he uses me, like everybody else. And one of the reasons I respect Paul Manafort so much is he went through that trial. You know, they make up stories. People make up stories. This whole thing about uh, flipping, they call it. I know all about flipping for 30, 40 years. I've been watching flippers. Everything's wonderful, and then they get 10 flipper, years in jail, flipper. and they, they flip on whoever the next highest mm-hmm. one is, or as high as you can go. Mm-hmm. It, it almost ought to be outlawed. It's not fair. What the fuck? <laughs> it's not really? fair. Uh, I, I, I didn't know that, that Trump was it's such a fair. Ball of aficionado. It's not fair. <laughs> I'm sorry. Say it again, Michelle. I said I did not know that Trump was such a pinball aficionado. I mean, he's watching flippers all day long. Oh, yeah. You know, see? The there, there you go. There you go. Um, I've, watched, I've watched so many lawyers on TV and Inspector Gadget, and it's not a crime. Not yeah, a that's, crime. that's a real Inspector, Inspector Gadget. No witch hunt with Inspector Gadget. <laughs> no puppet. Oh. No yeah. puppet. <laughs> wow. Um. Yeah. So. No flipper. You're the flipper. Yeah. So, so he we whined about the flippers some more though. If somebody's gonna give spend five years. 
you know, I was really hoping that Siren was the uh, the cops coming for him <laughs> at this point. Just, just uh, uh, I gotta go. Here's my ride. <laughs> I think he, he <laughs> the interview ended very shortly after he heard that siren. If somebody's gonna give spend five years like Michael Cohen or ten years or fifteen years in jail because of a taxi cab industry because he defrauded some bank. Pivot. Uh, the last two were the tiny ones. You know, campaign violations are considered oh. a big deal, frankly. Uh, but if somebody defrauded a bank and he's going to get 10 years in jail or 20 years in jail, but if you can say something bad about Donald Trump and you'll go down to two years or three years, which is the deal he made, in all fairness to him, most people are going to do that. And I've seen it many times. I've had many friends involved in this stuff. It's called flipping, and it almost ought to be illegal. You get 10 years in jail, but if you say bad things about somebody, in other words, make up stories if you don't know, make up stories, they just make up lies. Alan Dershowitz said, compose, right? They make up lies. I've seen it many times. They make up things, and now they go from 10 years to they're a national hero. They have a statue erected in their honor. It's not, it's not a fair thing. Can we erect a statue to Pecker? I'm sorry. I just mean it. But uh, that's why he did it. He made a very good deal. I mean, for what he did. But I'll tell you that somebody made a better deal. Awand, the IT guy for Schultz. Yeah, that's where I faded it out. <laughs> At the end of all of these, he brings up some Democrat. <laughs> oh. oh. I mean, if... if- if there was someone that had flipped on Hillary, not that Hillary did anything illegal, but if there's someone that had flipped on her, just as mm-hmm. a poor example, sure. Trump would have been singing their praises up one side and down the other. Sure. Yeah. Well, but you know, because it's him, it ought to be illegal. Let's look at the standard, the standard for for guilt by association for Trump, right? All of this, you know, Cohen going against him, Pecker going against him. He's got a pecker going against him. Pecker stabbing him in the back. Uh, so <laughs> over and over and over. Gotta watch out for that. Pecker's a real pain in the ass. Um, so. uh, oh, that is no, no. Good. I'll take it. Uh, well, no, buzzer. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, so that. Double. Uh, so, but, uh, yeah, so... Um, <laughs> So look at the, 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 the standard here. And, and yes, I'm going to talk about Ted Cruz one more time. Trump tried to smear Ted Cruz with a grainy photograph of somebody who didn't look anything like Rafael Cruz hanging out, having, you know, in front of a coffee shop or something with Lee Harvey Oswald. And that was. That was like, oh, I'm just saying, you you know, oh, this this looks pretty bad. This bit looks bad. There have been reports. I've seen it. He he had his, uh, you know, that, the uh, other rat fucker, Roger Stone, go out there and lie and say that he went down to the police station and then lied within 30 seconds and said, oh, no, I sent somebody else to the police station in a totally different time of the day. But, yes, the police verified that that was him. Why the, when, when do police verify pictures from the 60s? Or 50s, you know, black and white grainy <laughs> photographs. Never happen. No. So, so, but that, totally damning. Everybody who's ready to latch on that. Uh, but when you're in the Trump cult and when you've, when all of the neurons in your head stop firing normally, you know, uh, the what happens is you're like every excuse in the world 
from you know Trump's fixer to his pecker to <laughs> to his chief CFO or I'm sorry redundant CFO <laughs> uh, you know I mean all of these people in his orbit and, and just so you know uh, the the uh, Alan Weisselberg he's the only person named in the Trump family trust who's not a family member yeah uh oh yeah he does Uh-oh. Trump's taxes. Uh-oh. He's the dude. He's the and fucking the, dude. Uh, the Attorney General of New York is is really gearing up for that shit. Oh yeah. I okay. Um, so it, this is this is going to be sexist. I, I and I apologize in advance. Here we go. The thought the the the, the 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 typical excuse of too pretty for prison. Yeah, no, I, I am not for that excuse. No, I'd love to see Ivanka goose stepped right up the same stairs as everybody else. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we none of us believe in too pretty for prison. That's you know. Um, no, I, but, I think um, she should start binge watching Orange Is the New Black. Really. Sure. <laughs> There's very pretty women on that show. Um, uh, prettier than her. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you know, uh, but <laughs> tell you what, Trump's gonna be seeing a lot more peckers if he doesn't watch it. <laughs> so, now I, I gotta ask. Oh, no. I'm, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna one up uh, Miles right now on the in the, for the, the bad jokes. All right, and then we're gonna go to break, and we'll save the other Trump clip for when we get back. I want to know. Now that Trump has been screwed by a pecker, does that mean Christian bakers don't have to make him a cake? (laughs) I will buzz myself. I will quadruple buzz myself. I'm sorry. Forgive me. (laughs) But uh, anyway, yeah, I'm I'm not really that sorry. I think it's kind of funny. Um, So, uh, anywho, uh, let's go ahead and uh, go to the break. When we come back, I have one more clip of that because he's, oh, oh, the schism because Jeff Sessions. (laughs) Oh, it's so beautiful. It's such a thing of beauty. So, yes, our favorite SCH words all night long tonight on the show, the schadenfreude and the schism. Coming up right after this. And uh, actually, after tonight, I'm going to be retiring this clip. Uh, I might, I, I don't know, I might keep it around because it, it was a great line from John McCain, and we'll talk about John McCain when we come back too, but here's my John McCain bumper. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
And now, on with the show. Can't get enough. Pecker. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! That pecker's rich, huh? No, no, come on, not with the pecker clip so, so soon. Knock it off, me. Uh, welcome back to uh, the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide Radio for Humans. And, of course, uh, joining me as always on the program, Mr. Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. That's me. I'm hey, here. You could probably write, like, 20 clown cars for this Sunday, couldn't you? I, I, I did a... Uh, <laughs> I did a, a top ten things heard around the water cooler kind of thing. Oh, nice! Uh, At but, the White House. <laughs> could, oh, cool. Could, could be. Do you think maybe this was heard? Pecker's rich, huh? So. <laughs> Problem was get, getting all the all the good zinger lines down to ten. <laughs> I know, I know. You might have to have some honorable mentions in there as well. Oh, you know. I have a lot of throwaways. Yeah, well, you yeah. know, it, you, what you do is is you is you count, you know, from ten to two, and then you do your honorable mentions, and then you do number one. So you know, could happen. That's a nice. so yeah, could. Anyway, and of course, uh, joining us uh, from Mike Check on loan from Mike Check Radio tonight and uh, next week with Adam Hebert at the helm, uh, Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Galaxy Master. Welcome back, sir. Yes, hello. And as sweet as I sound, I am calorie free. At fake underscore Republican. Yes, indeed. So, <laughs> and at Rogue DM, is it just at Rogue DM, Michelle? Is there is there an underscore in there? Uh, it's at Rogue DM. At Rogue yep. DM. Uh, going yep. rogue, don't you know? Um, and, and more like Rogue from uh, the X-Men. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, Michelle Legon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Uh, also heard on Mike Check Radio. Looking forward to Mike Check Radio tomorrow as well. we got some fun nerd stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm just happy to be able to laugh for once during the week. Cause, oh, you know, man. The past several weeks have been pretty shitty. That's so. all I got tonight. <laughs> all I got is laughs. I mean, I, I, I refuse. I refuse. I mean, there, there's some sad stuff going on. I do want to make make mention uh, of John McCain real quick, but we're, we're not going to dwell on it. We, we kind of knew this was coming, but John McCain is, um, you know, he's real sick uh, with his brain cancer. And. He's doing uh, what my father-in-law did when his cancer got so bad, and that is, you know, he's he's uh, ceasing treatments for it. Um, yeah. And uh, because it, it's at, at one point went for for cancer people with cancer that have really bad cancer, the treatment oftentimes it just makes you feel worse, and you know, yeah. and and at some point people just want to die with in dignity and at peace you know um yeah when your when your quality of life hits that low yeah, yeah. that's 
So, because, uh, but anyway, I, I want to wish wish uh, my best to the McCain family. And uh, uh, John McCain is an American hero for everything I disagree with that he stood for. He did stand up and did the right thing from time to time, um, you know, with the Affordable Care Act. And, um, and, you know, and you know what I'm, and also one of the coolest things he ever did, he banned that shit stained Trump from his funeral. Ha, you fucking prick Trump. So, so yeah, he just said, uh, Trump, fuck you on his way out of this mortal coil. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, but John McCain, uh, one of a kind, uh, of course, never you know, definitely did not agree with him on many, many things. And he did introduce us to Sarah Palin. Um, but, um, but yeah, we, we don't wish him any ill, unlike, uh, the shitbag Trump and his cultists who are all out there, uh, in the hive of scum and villainy. You'll never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Saying every horrible thing in the world about, uh, you know, because I mean, again, you know, when, when certain Democrats didn't toe the Obama line a hundred percent, we didn't go after them viciously and wish them death or, you know, I mean, we could make an argument and explain why we disagreed with with Democrats or Republicans that, you know, didn't, uh, you know, go along with Obama 100 percent. But we still remain human. You know, Did you see the little um, paper that Sandy posted, the little gif of the paper that she posted in chat. Oh, I need to see it. So, yes, uh, you do. It's pussy great. grabber taken down by Pecker. Thank you. So, <laughs> there you go. That's very nice, it made Sandy. Me <laughs> yes, that's good. So, yeah, I mean, seriously, and I love all the alliteration the, the porn star, the Pecker, and the playmate. You know, <laughs> and I guess the fixer if you spell it with a ph. Uh, so <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of pp a lot of pp in there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, all right, so speaking of PPs, Trump. <laughs> Here, here's uh, here's the little PP whining about um, uh, Jeff Sessions because I don't know if you uh, and uh, I don't know if anybody saw the tweet the other day, but uh, or I think yesterday, uh, but Jeff Sessions tweeted out that you know uh, politics will not influence uh, the operations of the just Department of Justice, which yeah. I, I think is is has a, is a certain amount of bullshit considering some of the incentives and initiatives that you know he's been you know uh, uh, going after, but I think that Sessions has been ridiculed so much by Trump that he's just kind of like yeah you can fucking take a flying leap I'm done I'm done with your silly ass but at some point yeah he grew a spine mm hmm. And what's interesting in this clip, Joe, is what Trump says, and I think it's in this one, but it was strange to me because it, it, um, uh, what's it, uh, Trump mentioned, oh, he worked for me on the campaign, so I rewarded him with a job. Yeah. Uh, All the best. It, it, that, the best. You're not allowed to do that, right? Uh, no. I mean, so, yeah, but... It's not the real way to run a government or a no. government. Yeah, mm. government. So yeah, government. don't mess. Don't mess around with God's America. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Remember, you don't. In a case like this, you don't want a criminal lawyer. You want a criminal. Lawyer. Oh yeah, 
Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, that's that's another good one. So, uh, that that one needs to be on speed dial. I need to I, I need to get that uh, Breaking Bad clip in here. Uh, here we go. Seriously, when the going gets tough, you don't want a criminal lawyer, right? You want a criminal lawyer. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Tip top. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, here's the last clip of uh, uh, Trump with Ainsley Earhart. Uh, just trashing little uh, Elfie Boy Sessions. As I've said, I wanted to stay uninvolved, but when everybody sees what's going on in the Justice Department, I always put justice now with quotes, it's a very, very sad day. Jeff Sessions recused himself, which he shouldn't have done, or he should have told me. Ah. Even my enemies say that Jeff Sessions Ah. should have told you that he was going to recuse himself, and then you wouldn't have put him in. He took the job, and then he said, I'm going to recuse myself. I said, what kind of a man is this? And by the way, he was on the campaign. You know, the only reason I gave him the job, because I felt loyalty. He was an original supporter. Mm-hmm. He was on the campaign. He knows there was no collusion. And what's come out of Manafort? No collusion. What's come out of Michael Cohn? No collusion. This is stuff that they got. How about with Michael Cohen, in all fairness to him, they raid his office at 6 o'clock in the morning? And how about with Manafort? They raid his home at like 5 in the morning, I think on a weekend, and his wife is in bed, and they go in with guns? Oh. This is an Al Capone. Oh, oh, that is the saddest, saddest thing. Poor Pauly Walnuts. They couldn't have have come after lunch? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, they, they could they could have brought lunch right yeah. they they ate his lunch <laughs> <laughs> man a fart man a fucked um yeah. poor cohen they raided him in the morning oh i think they're probably the only time you hear any pity from trump for yeah. cohen because it's <laughs> well and but what i love really self-pity for himself yeah, what I what I love about it is he's like he oh Paul Manafort he was treated so poorly. Well, how about the how about all of us Americans that he fucking ripped off for millions and millions and millions of dollars? Do you feel bad for us? Of course not. You only care about yourself and the people who still support you. That's it. That's it. And you you know, uh, but yeah, so uh, you know, but of course, uh, Jeff Sessions. Oh, please, Michelle, go ahead. Remember, he likes people that don't pay their taxes. Oh yeah, because that makes them smart. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh God, sweating yeah. to the oldies there. That one, <laughs> that one. Wow, I forgot about that. <laughs> when was that? That from from last year, or the no, year? It was the, during the debate with Clinton. Oh okay, yeah. all right, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. But yeah, there you go, sweating to the oldies. Sweating to the oldies. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so you know it, that that's been you know a, a constant, you know, whining about Sessions recusing himself. He was part of the fucking campaign. Legally, it was a smart thing to do. That's what Lindsey Graham said. That's what most people say. But um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but Lindsey Graham, not even going to think about him right now. Uh, don't ain't got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Um, but uh, somebody 
I actually have uh, how much interest in playing? Zero. Well, but I'm going to play it anyway because it's uh, the ghoul. I, I, everybody should have taken my $5 bet from Tuesday because somebody from Sky News caught up with uh, the ghoul. Uh, they, they got him out of his coffin and put him in a golf cart over in Scotland. And a, a bit of trivia, just so everybody knows, when Rudy Giuliani travels abroad, they actually bring a box of soil from his house. Um, oh, boy. So. <laughs> <laughs> so he can rejuvenate every night? Yeah, I mean, it's it's uncanny how much the man looks like Nosferatu. Um, mm. You yeah. saw my Nosferatu uh, Photoshop, right? Yes, yes, it's beautiful. Oh, sure. <laughs> You know, the, the we used to uh, uh, we had uh, you know, remember the cool ghoul Zachary the cool ghoul. I don't know if anybody remembers that horror show. Well, now you have uh, Guliani the uncool ghoul. Uh, so <laughs> again, you know, is it my imagination or is he getting uglier? Oh every yeah, day? like I said, it looks like he's been you know uh, you know floating face down in the East River for a week or so, and they just fished him out. <laughs> Put the defibrillator on him, and he's like, "What? What? What? Where do I lie? Where do I lie?" Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> well, what camera am I lying into? Yeah. Where, where? Put on a light. Put on a light. Yeah, because truth isn't the truth. Or no, no, what was, uh, that was Trump's line. Proof isn't the truth. Yeah. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Zero. But anyway, here's here's Guliani on Sky News over in Scotland. And uh, this kind of uh, dovetails out of the, the conversation about Trump. But yeah, yeah. Listen, listen to the end when uh, uh, impeachment is brought up. Do the events of the past 48 hours bring a sit-down interview with Robert Mueller? Any- no. <laughs> this is so this is so cute because this is before uh, <laughs> this is before Pecker and Weisselberg. <laughs> so uh, you know the, that guy sounds like Liam Neeson too. He's like, do the events of the last 20, 48 hours? I have a very specific set of skills. I will find you and I will kill you. Um, yes. So, <laughs> uh, but, I have a particular set of skills. I don't know who you are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So here, let's listen to uh, Liam Neeson <laughs> interviewing the uncool ghoul. Do the events of the past forty-eight hours bring a sit-down interview with Robert Mueller any closer? Probably they bring bring it less likely, but not impossible. Uh, what? Less likely why? Less likely because I don't think he has to. I mean, there's no nothing he can provide that Mueller doesn't have. Now, the fact is that Mueller, so far, hasn't accepted Cohen, uh, Cohen's cooperation. They're begging him on television. And Mueller is a smart enough man to know that he doesn't want a big liar like Cohen in the middle of his case. <laughs> if he sticks with that, maybe we'll see. Should Paul Manafort be pardoned by the president? Oh, that's up to the president. I'm not his. Uh, I'm not his government counsel. I'm his uh, personal counsel. I have nothing to do with that. If you, if you ask me, has Paul Manafort been treated very unfairly? The man was put in solitary confinement, Aww. which turned out to be Aww. almost like civil cases, Aww. not real crimes. It's not like he's a terrorist or organized criminal or a killer. They have the man in solitary confinement. That's terrible. Would impeachment not put all these allegations to the appropriate authority? I think impeachment would be totally uh, horrible. I mean, there's no reason. He didn't collude with the Russians. He didn't obstruct justice. Everything Cohen says has been disproved. You'd only impeach him for political reasons, and the American people would revolt against that. We're already revolted. Uh, So the the American people would revolt 
Yeah. yeah, all those fat old men watching Fox News. I could just see them getting up off their couch, you know, uh, ha- having to, to take their uh, take their uh, pee bottles with them because their goddamn uh, uh, prostates have swollen to the point that they can't even move. Plug in my scooter, Maud. leaving fox news and i'm 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 going to battle to the barricades (laughs) to the barricades Uh i can see all these fat old guys to the barricades sure sure yeah yeah so uh they they, uh but yeah uh miles uh guliani saying the american people would revolt yeah (laughs) Obviously, since you can't trust what Cohen's saying, and you can't trust those uh, audio tapes of of Trump saying things either, you can't trust those things. No, they they were uh, shit revolt. If they if they, there will be a certain percentage, a very small percentage that might react. And but sure. what do they do uh, once, once they get put down because the. The standard police forces or law enforcement ain't going to put up with that shit. They will be put yeah. down at all. Oh, oh, sure. And, and I mean, you'll have some people that just end up greasy smears on a map, you know. Yeah, and once <laughs> the example has been made of them, you don't need to worry about the rest. Yeah, they, I mean, well, they are cowards. You're just going to have a run on tiki torches They're, at Home Depot, <laughs> Walmart. Yeah, Walmart. Just cowards, and they will cave. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, you know, they're they're not gonna. Not anybody with a lick of sense, and I don't, and and I and I'm being very generous by saying that Trump cultists might have a lick of sense. Anybody in the Trump cult who values what little they have in their life, and you know, just basic freedoms, uh, you know, it, it depend. No matter what miserable lot in life they're blaming brown people for that they've created themselves, you know, no. <laughs> You're not going to get enough people together to do jack shit. Oh, okay. Well, you live in a rural rural community. I'm sorry. Rural. God, I hate that word. A rural community (laughs) where um, you know like 25 different guys who all have guns and you go out in the woods and you eat cheeseburgers or, you know, grill up a pig and, you know, put it on the rotisserie. Go gobble that down, drink a whole bunch of natty light, and then go out in the woods and shoot at rabbits and accidentally shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah, okay, all uh, you're gonna get all those twenty five guys together and say, "Okay, let's go get them, boys. We're gonna go take down the deep state and George Soros." There's dozens of us. Dozens. And, and yeah, there, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. There are dozens of us. Yeah, and what's going to happen is, you know what they're going to do? They're going to become, they're, they're basically going to become domestic terrorists. Uh, they're not going to be able to, to, you know, roll up to the Capitol and do anything. What they're going to do is they're going to, you know, they're going to become the next Vegas butcher. They're just going to, they're, they're going to be desperate like every kind of terrorist out there. They're going to load up and then they're just going to kill the, you know, people in a certain community uh they'll 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 bomb a, a mosque um you know the, the, i mean that's what they're going to do and they're going to be put down like the filthy dogs they are you know it, it, they, there yeah. is no revolution that the trump cult can muster because a, most uh, i will say this the majority of people in the trump cult uh, i would say about 50% 50% of the trump cult are uh you know 
why disaffected Democrats and 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 your average run-of-the-mill Republican who has a, a halfway decent income that just hated Hillary Clinton. And yeah, they might have a gun, but they're not, you know, living in, in their bunkers and, you know, shirt, you know, shooting up a dirt mound on the weekend to show that they're a man, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're just people that we would run into on the street. They're construction workers. They're, you know, they're, they're, you know, bankers. They're, you know, this isn't it's it's not a threat we're not afraid of you (laughs) so Giuliani trying to incite violence though uh you know but with that comment though yeah yeah actually you have to do is take away their flow max and they'll be finished (laughs) see so uh but but yeah you know i um I don't know. I mean, he's just a freak. He's just a freak. Let me see if I have a quick a quick clip to play before we go to the break. Um Oh man, no. I don't even think I'm going to get into that. Sorry. <laughs> I love that I love the little Scottish beanie he had on too. Oh, did, did he have a Sc- I didn't catch that. He was in a whole Sc- Scottish golfing outfit with the little oh. knickers and the beanie oh. with the little ball on the top. Oh, he wasn't wearing a kilt. Trying to blend in. <laughs> well, yeah, that's probably it's probably it because you know if uh, he probably didn't want people recognizing him. Yeah, he blends in like a bishop at an altar boy convention. Well, yeah, I mean, well, if he went to Loch Ness, he might look like one of Nessie's babies. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Nessie. That was that was wrong of me to say that. Nessie has. That was me. <laughs> she does. She does much nicer. Yeah. Um, yes, Sterling. Uh, but uh, anyway, actually, let's listen to. Um, yeah, I think we have time for this. Let's get back to the the uh, Weisselberg uh, thing because when this broke today, it was like, you know, I, I we've got we I've got some other audio from uh, Hallie Jackson too. Actually, no, let's listen to that one because I kind of got the. The Hallie Jackson one after the uh, Anna Cabrera one, and the this one's a little bit more concise. But yeah, here's the from MSNBC Hallie Jackson uh, when the news broke uh, from the Wall Street Journal about Alan Weisselberg uh, f- again, the CFO from the Trump Corporation, the only non-family member named in the Trump Family Trust. Damn. That's cold. <laughs> the Wall Street Journal is just now reporting something else related to all of it, that Alan Weisselberg, the longtime CFO of the Trump Organization, has also been granted immunity by prosecutors. The Wall Street Journal wow. is citing people familiar with the matter, saying that he was granted immunity by prosecutors for providing information about Cohen into the criminal investigation into these hush money payments, the story that we're talking about here. Uh, the Wall Street Journal is also talking about how uh, previously, as they reported, Weisselberg testified before a federal grand jury in this. Now, explain for a second. We know who Alan Weisselberg is. We have it up on the screen here. Um, he is a guy who knows all the dirt, right? This, I mean, this is a guy who knows everything about everything about this organization. You are shaking your head. What do you make of this? 
It's a huge news. It's, I mean, it depends on what uh, they have granted him immunity to talk about, whether mm. it's just Cohen or other things related to Trump. I, I talked earlier about how the Trump organization didn't really have internal boundaries uh, in terms of, uh, you know, the different parts of the empire. And part of that was that Alan Weisselberg was basically the money man for all of right. it. For Trump's personal expenses, for some campaign expenses, for Trump's charity, for Trump's business. Anytime Donald Trump wanted to write a check, Alan Weisselberg knew about it. Alan Weisselberg signed off on it. Uh, so the whole finances of the Trump organization, which Donald Trump spent a lot of time trying to keep secret from anybody else, both reporters and from regulators, Alan Weisselberg knows all of that. Uh, and I don't think he really often played a role in sort of pushing back and saying, hey, don't do that. The law says we can't do this or that. He seems to, from previous testimony we've seen from him, he seems to have just said, yes, I'll do it. You're the boss. I'll do mm. it. Uh, for him to say, to, to take a grant of immunity, um, it signals that they now, the, the feds have somebody who knows everything that happened within Donald Trump's company going back oh to the early 90s and maybe even before. We want to reiterate here, NBC News has not independently confirmed this, that Weisselberg has, in fact, been granted immunity. This is reporting from the Wall Street Journal. Weisselberg, uh, according to the journal, declined a request for comment to the paper here. Uh, yeah, the wa- Wall Street Journal, that left-wing rag, you know. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Might as well yeah. be reading the Socialist Times. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Communist Manifesto, Wall Street Journal. Um, um, I, I do have a, a, a comment. You want to wait now or after the break? No, let's go ahead and everybody get their comment in, and then I'll just run to the Green News report. Okay. The the thing with this Weisselberg and the finances of Trump, the, the Trump cultist mentality is just going to be deny, deny, deny because he does what they like and so they can ignore facts. Yeah. But the amount of facts that are going to be coming out when this guy reveals hard facts of document where the money, you know, that, like in Nixon, uh, follow the money, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when Deep Throat said it, and when, um, uh, when the Democrats, you know, win one of the houses, let's just hope they at least get the house, um, uh, in, in November, they are going to be able to subpoena bank records. And it all it's all gonna come undone. It's oh, yeah. all gonna come out. And there's just no escaping. This is an avalanche, and you're just gonna say uh, there, there's a certain point at which even the most dedicated Trump cult is just gonna go, yeah, no, I'm denying that avalanche. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that I think you're right about the the volume. I think it it's gonna be off the chart. The reading's off the chart. Over twenty thousand. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, so Michelle, did you want to uh, make a comment on the whole Weisselberg uh, thing? Well, the only the only reason why I I believed it almost as soon as I heard about it on Stephanie Miller and I went to check it is because I read it in the in, in the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. You know because they're not they're not the most uh, uh, you know progressive and and liberal leaning. Yeah publication out there and if they wrote it then that means something's up <laughs> oh yeah and and when's the last time you saw something uh, a, a huge headline like this retracted from them or the new york times or the washington post or you know a- any large paper the youngstown vindicator well, not, i'm kidding not only that but that, <laughs> it's the wall street journal that's yeah. where people go to read about stocks and you know how co- yeah. how stable companies are and stuff mm-hmm. so that is just that's just amazing it really is. Joe, uh, what do you got before we go to the Green News Report? 
Well, yeah, it, it just uh, in defense of the Wall Street Journal a bit, but uh, they've broken some of the biggest stories of this uh, this era. Oh, they have. Absolutely. They have had some big scoops. They're yeah, owned I, by Murdoch, but some of the people that work there, yes, they're still legit. They have yeah. some really good investigative journalists. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. the guy that runs Fusion GPS is an ex-Wall Street Journal journalist. Oh, yeah. Investigative reporter. Yeah, and that, so. that's that's the thing. I mean, you know, when, when I make fun of the the whole idea of being a left wing rag, it's not to say, you know, that they they don't have good journalists because you know it's again, truth doesn't have a bias left left or right. It just right. is. So you know, and and again, you're right. They they've broken some amazing stories. So anyway, uh, all right, good stuff, good takeaways from that. Uh, let's go ahead and run to the break. Uh, we'll get to name calling. Michelle, would you like the honors tonight, or Miles? Either one of you. you um, guys I would de- put it more in Miles' lap. All I've right, got a little bit of a. a and I would rather throw Michelle under coffee. the bus. <laughs> oh, oh. <we're>, uh. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, but I have, I have veto power, so it's all, right. it's all yours, Miles. Uh, I'll make Joe do it if you guys don't want to do it. It's fine, but we I'll gotta go. To, we gotta go to the. We gotta go to the break. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. It's Thursday, August 23, 2018. Hurricane Lane is a very serious storm. Hawaii braces for rare impact from powerful hurricane. I'm getting rid of some of these ridiculous rules and regulations which are killing our companies, our states, and our jobs. EPA admits Trump's replacement for the clean power plan will kill thousands of Americans. Plus... The ruling by the D.C. Circuit Court counters efforts under the Trump administration to delay environmental regulations first introduced by former President Barack Obama. Some good news. The Trump administration keeps losing environmental court cases. All of that good news and bad straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We're canceling Obama's illegal anti-coal destroying regulations. Oh, shut up. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I hope our friends listening in Hawaii have battened down the hatches. It looks like this storm could be pretty bad. Yes, Hawaii Governor David Ige has issued an emergency proclamation closing schools and mobilizing resources in preparation for significant impacts from powerful Hurricane Lane, which could potentially make a rare direct hit on the island chain. Hurricane Lane has already entered the record books. Lane reached Category 5 on Tuesday, becoming only the second Category 5 hurricane in recorded history to pass within 350 miles of of the state. That's according to the National Weather Service. So this is very rare that Hawaii uh, gets hit by hurricanes at all, correct? That is correct. And so I know there are actually not enough storm shelters in Hawaii, so we're just uh, hoping everyone can stay safe over the next few days. Meanwhile, we now have more information on the Trump Environmental Protection Agency's proposal to replace the Clean Power Plan, President Obama's first ever carbon emission standards for U.S. power plants. The Trump 
Trump scheme is another attempt to bail out the polluting coal industry. So, of course, they're going to call it the Affordable Clean Energy Rule. But Conrad Schneider, advocacy director of the nonprofit group Clean Air Task Force, tells the Green News Report that the Trump EPA's own data outright states that the Trump plan will actually harm more Americans by increasing air pollution. They admit that the change from the Obama plan to their proposal would result in 1,400 unnecessary premature deaths per year by 2030. So that's thousands and thousands of Americans who would die prematurely under the Trump plan, whose lives would have been saved under the Obama plan. Just to be clear, the EPA's mandate is to protect public health. But wait, there's more. Remember how the Trump administration recently proposed weakening vehicle mileage and emissions standards? I do. Internal emails show the administration had been warned by its own transportation experts that the rollback would actually increase annual highway deaths. Top officials knew that and proposed it anyway. So they know their new plan for coal plants is going to kill people. They know their new uh, scheme to decrease mileage efficiency standards will kill people. And yet the Trump administration proposes this anyway? Yes, they do. Who exactly do they think the Environmental Protection Agency is supposed to protect? But there is some good news. In just the last few weeks, the federal courts have delivered scathing rebukes to the Trump administration's efforts to roll back environmental protections. We already told you about the federal appeals court ordering the Trump administration to ban all uses of the toxic pesticide chlorpyrifos within 60 days. Then a federal judge in Montana dealt yet another setback to the controversial Keystone XL pipeline from Canada. The judge ordered the Trump State Department to do a new, full environmental impact study on the pipeline's revised route, which will further delay construction. Then a district court in South Carolina overturned the administration's attempt to delay the Obama-era Waters of the United States rule for failing to follow public comment procedures. Also known as the Clean Water Rule, it is now in effect, protecting the drinking water in 26 states. Then the D.C. Court of Appeals ordered the administration to immediately implement Obama's chemical safety rule for chemical facilities that were put in place after the deadly 2013 West Texas fertilizer explosion. The court said the Trump EPA delay, quote, makes a mockery of the statute. And then the D.C. Court also rejected the EPA's bid to stall rules governing toxic coal ash waste ponds, agreeing with environmental groups that the Obama-era regulations on coal ash waste do not go far enough to protect drinking water. It's kind of weird that losses for the EPA are now considered a win for the environment and public health, but here we are. Here we are, and it's a reminder how the constitutional Article Three courts right now are saving us and why it's so important that folks pay attention to what may be about to happen on the U.S. Supreme Court, who could overturn all of those rulings if Brett Kavanaugh is seated on the court. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. 
We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. I'm sorry, but your names aren't on the list. You forgot to register. But Will Vyachki's name's on the list. Yeah, how come you got her name? You ain't got ours. Because Mrs. Will Vyachki filled out a form. She's a registered voter. Hi, Anya Schmengi. And I'm Stan Schmengi. You know what? You just saw, of course, was a dramatization. Election day is drawing near, and it's every good citizen's duty to go out and vote. But you can't vote unless you register. So if you're a citizen in this great country ours, register, then vote. And taste some freedom for a change. It's almost as good a taste as Mrs. Vilviatsky's cabbage rolls and coffee. <laughs> so register. Then vote. Yeah, cabbage rolls and coffee does not sound like an award-winning combo for the bells. You never heard that song, though. Cabbage uh, rolls and coffee. Mm-hmm, good. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be an initiate of the of the Schmengi brothers. What the, the happy have to happy the wanderers? What are, what are they called? The happy yeah. one. I'm Yash Schmengi, and I'm Stan Schmengi, and we're the happy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and of course that's Eugene Levy and the late great John Candy from SCTV. Uh, and if you heard a little that's... Martin Short in the very beginning of there, you're not on the list. Uh, of course, uh, welcome back, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Aren't you glad I got you some schmengi action for the program? Oh, I, the schmengis are. <laughs> me and the schmengis go way back. I love. Way uh, back. Where Levy says, "Citizen." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to see when he does the. You have to see when the schmengis are doing a concert and they do the, the, like uh, Inagata de Vida. You know, remember the drum solo? Oh, 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 yeah. Of course. How could I forget? They do it. They do a tuba solo. Oh, excellent. <laughs> oh, it is so funny. <laughs> All right. And, so funny. and of course, joining us as, oh, not as always, but joining us, uh, filling in for uh, Rain and Bobber tonight are the dynamic duo, the Dream Team from Port St. Lucie, Florida. Of course, both from Mike Check Radio and will be heard filling in with Adam Hebert next Tuesday and Friday right here on this very show. Uh, turn up the night. Uh, Michelle Lagon, uh, the Rogue DM. Welcome back. Yeah, glad to be here, and I'm hoping that they're enjoying their vacation. I am too. It looks like they are. She just changed her uh, profile picture to a wine glass, so I think that's hey. probably a step in the uh-huh. right direction. And uh, of course, uh, and last but certainly not least, Miles Legon, the uh, Galaxy Master. Uh, are you ready to do some name calling for us tonight, sir? I am indeed. Let's get this rolling. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go. 
biscuit. Very good. I did see Adam in the chat earlier, but I don't see him now, but we'll just pretend that he's there. Yeah, he's probably uh, We also have Clinster and Psyguy from DC, Francie, Heather, Cat, Kenny Pick, of course, Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. Living on Long Island, and Joe, Meow Goodness, my better half, Michelle. Uh, myself, Moon Mare, Presnit, Sandy and Durwood, that I want to say something about in a moment, Theo, sure. and Tim Coromal. Of the so, Tim Coromal show. Indeed. And, uh... Yes. <laughs> and that's the best There you so go. A quick, a quick thing I wanted to say. I, I, I tweeted earlier um, when... Cohen came out on uh, uh, admitted on Tuesday his um, uh, crimes, his guilt. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, first thing I tweeted on Wednesday um, that uh, I wasn't the first. I saw other people that had did it. I typed in uh, the hashtag #Ucotus for um, unindicted co-conspirator of the United States. Yes, I just I just I just tweeted something about that. And, and Sandy and Gerald was kind enough to make a comment um, uh, on it. And, and, I, and I don't know if this is a double secret probation thing, but <laughs> I got super... I, I, no, no, no. This is because uh, someone liked her comment on my tweet. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know? And I looked at who it is, and I'm like, there, she, she had a picture, and it was, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a very lovely woman, and next, next standing next to a man. And I, and I look at the man, and I'm like, I know who that is. And then I, I zoom in on the picture, and I'm like, "Oh my God! I think that's a, a, a particular individual." And it would be if if, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and maybe Sandy and Derwood can confirm this, but that I believe is John Fuglesang's wife. And I immediately followed. Her. I know. I immediately followed her. I'm just like, "Oh yeah, boom!" <laughs> so I, I yeah. don't follow that many people, but. Google Sang is one, and I saw that, and I went, is that who I think it is? Because when Michelle and I went up to um, New York City, we went to see the, yes. uh, the, um, uh, sexy the show liberal show? The sexy liberal sexy show? Sexy liberal, thank you. I had a mental brain mm -hmm. fart there. And um, and we went to the meet and greet after the fact, and we that's when we gave uh, John Google Sang the big diorama, the big Star Wars diorama that he was yeah. machine pictures of, stuff like that. And there was this, you know, uh, you know, uh, a lovely blonde-haired woman just kind of quietly standing there while John was, of course, getting mobbed. And I mm -hmm. had this inkling and feeling like, you know, she's probably going to... I'm kicking myself for not going up and, you know, at least introducing, saying hi, you know, and whatever, you know. But uh, next time. Next time. Next time. Well, very cool. Very cool. I'll give you a little amen for that. So. Amen! Amen! Not even a little amen. The standard size amen. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, did anybody happen to notice? Uh, wait, there was somebody who has a birthday tomorrow, I think, and we gave them their birthday banner on Tuesday, and I said we would do it again, and I don't remember who it is. Oh, was it, um, the, was it the girl that had her wisdom? Was it? Oh, yeah, Francie's, Francie's, uh, daughter. Um, daughter, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know, but anyway, um, well, if if Francie wants to call and remind us, the number to call open for and open phones right now three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six or three three zero Ken the number one Pecker. No, I'm sorry, I'm Ken Ken one goo. You know, uh, so 
And I, I'm, I'm hoping she's healing up real well and didn't get dry sockets because I got dry sockets when I had my wisdom oh, teeth removed. Yeah, that's, that's not good. Yeah. That is not so. good. So, uh, but yeah, if you want to call in and you want to talk about uh, Pecker uh, or anything <laughs> else, you're more than welcome to. Uh, you know, you want to talk about uh, if there's peckers in certain places that you didn't know about? You think it's really got peckers in our cut-up? Hey, you know better than that. You ought not say that word. Yeah. <laughs> you just a boy. Uh, so <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so far on the program, uh, none of us seem can seem can't to... Can't get enough pecker. Yeah, can't seem to get enough pecker. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, so uh, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, please give us a call if you want. Uh, and once again, just a reminder: I want everybody to ca- carry on next week as if everything is completely normal, um, because again, it, it will be turn up the night on Tuesday and Friday, seven to ten p.m. Eastern. Except Adam Hebert's going to be running the boards and hosting the program, and the lovely Michelle and Miles will be here. Uh, uh, you know, and, uh, they will, if you want to be part of the show next week and you want to, Adam will be able to do old school reverse call in, but I cannot let him log into my account in the fears that I will lose this phone number because I don't want them to be like, well, why are you logging in in Alabama and in Ohio? You know, so that could happen. Oh, and speak of the devil and he shall appear. Uh, that devil being one, Mr. Adam Hebert, Enterprise, Alabama. Uh, I have a feeling. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, uh, I, uh, I got me a big pecker. So <laughs> what's up, buddy? Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm enjoying this week. So much shot in Florida. Oh, I know. You know and and tr- Trump was right. I am tired of winning. I know. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> we'll give you an amen for that. And okay. and uh, a rim shot. Because, nice. yeah. Uh, <laughs> MAGA, my attorney got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I believe, yeah, Cohen's out on bail and Manafort is still in prison. Oh. All is right with the world. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, uh, Adam, uh, I gotta ask. Uh, uh, you know, um, you think uh, what? What do you think of the Pecker stuff? What do you think, Pecker? So, well, I mean, there there is a certain amount of irony in a man named Pecker flipping against the orange dick. Oh, you see, see, there you go. I'm working overtime to produce good good stuff for, for Tuesday and Friday. I'm bringing my A game. I'll, uh, well, you know what? I'm going to have to go ahead and send you all these pecker drops, too. So, uh, <laughs> so, so, you know, actually, you know, to be more to be more concise, I should say these technically aren't just clips, but if you were to put them all on a list, it would be a track. So these are pecker tracks, actually. Uh, that we have for everybody. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all night. Oh. Tip, tip your beef. Try the way. Try the way. Tip me up. Damn it, you beat me to it. Hacker, <laughs> uh, I just killed a worm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, hopefully Pecker will kill a worm with uh, his testimony. But, yeah, so um, uh, do you want to promote what's going on for um, um, Mike Check Radio tomorrow? Well, I mean, we've got some of the... I've got to get some audio for the Pecker story. We're not not going to... We're not going to skip the story about the Pecker. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about uh, you know a lot of the the shoes that have been dropping. Can't get enough. Um, Pecker. Go ahead. And uh, uh, apparently, Grandma Piro got into the liquor cabinet again. Oh. <laughs> it's like I said. It's like I said before, Kenny. It's always sad watching someone you respect and admire lose their fracking mind. Mm-hmm. But this is great. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I demand to have some you know. booze. So <laughs> that's an but actual no, clip just, of Janine Pirro. Some, yeah, we're gonna have some fun next week um, because you know, as as you said, in spite of popular demand, I'm coming back to, to guest host for two days. And uh, I've already, I've picked, I bought a special book of Mad Libs just for this. I know. That's very exciting. Uh, I heard it was uh, Pecker Mad Libs, right? (laughs) uh, I'm not going to spoil it. His name is Pecker. But uh, I will say it's, it's classical material and we are going to be extra, extra, extra filthy. Oh, please. Excellent. I appreciate that. So, uh, but anyway, Adam, I'm going to let you go. Uh, I'm looking forward to being on My Check Radio tomorrow. I have a new graphic content for everybody. I just read six issues of a relatively new comic, uh, a surprisingly great comic um, that is a sequel to a very beloved comic, and I'm not going to say anything more than that. Um, and uh, Well, I've got to start reading. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Finish. I, I've been meaning to start reading Saga, which is supposed to be a really great space opera comic. Um, I've got a backlog like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, so, but I've heard well, Saga is supposed to be amazing. All right. Well, thanks for calling, but I got to let you go. We got uh, got another caller on the line. Okay, give whoever it is my regards. That's Francie. Hi, Adam. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Francie. Bye, Francie. All right. See you, buddy. Bye, guys. All right, Wait so uh, there he goes, Francie. What's your favorite pecker? Hey, What's your favorite I pecker? I haven't heard heard about pecker heads and his name God. is Pecker. Uh, uh, eons and eons. My father, my father used to call people pecker heads. Hey, you pecker head. Yes, he didn't yeah. say dickheads because he had you know friends named Dick. Whatever. People were pecker. <laughs> sure, sure. You know, They're back in the olden days, right, Joe? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, forget about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm be a big pecker. <laughs> forget about. It. Uh, yeah. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Miles. Hello. Uh, hi. Uh, Hello. I my computer crashed during name calling and the birthdays. Did you do the birthday thing boner for my uh, Drew? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I was. I'm glad you called uh, to remind us because we didn't do birthdays oh, okay. yet. Okay, Drew is his birthday's today. He's 26. He's my our oldest daughter Sarah's significant other. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what else to call them. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, modern sure. kids. Yeah. 
And then, of course, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. What's your your daughter's name? Shannon. Shannon. That's right. Birthday's tomorrow, and she yeah. was, she's all excited about having another one. <laughs> oh, another another birthday banner. Oh boner! What the hell? So well, you know, twenty-one. I'm just trying to be nice, you know. So <laughs> uh, she, well, she's nice too. So banger. Yeah. All right, all right. So, uh, but all right. So for uh, and you call her Shanny, right? Yes. All right. So Shanny and Drew, correct? Drew, yes, correct. The all right. Just take it away, Mr. Boehner. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! 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 Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! And why not Yay. this, too? There you go. So. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 wonderful. She she I'm gonna play that back for her, and she will get a double kick out of it. Good, good. Yeah. So I got to ask you, have you heard any of the Pecker tracks I've played tonight? Oh, yeah. I heard, I crashed right during the um, broadcast, the, the, you know? Oh, you and heard he most was, of them then. He, he, was, he was fired up, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, We're yeah. We're all getting fired up. He, you know, he was a little, he was a little ticked off of with the, the shit that's going down here with the environment. It's scary. Oh, it's terrifying, and until we, you know, and that's why, that's all the more reason to vote blue, and take the Schmengen brothers' advice and register to vote, like any good citizen should. We all breathe the air and everything, we're all going to die, unless they put a fucking dome over, you know, over themselves, or, or live in a fucking bubble. Yeah, Trump is the bubble boy, oh God. Yeah. (laughs) His bubble would be made out of a uh, out of a shit gas bubble, you know, from his arm. Oh, shark bubble. Yeah, yes. shark bubble. He'll so. surround himself. I mean, we're all gonna die. I don't know what the hell. I don't get it. Where do they th- Where do they think that the air doesn't flow over them, or the pollution, or whatever doesn't affect them? This it's just in. We're all going to die. Yes. So. <laughs> Nobody gets out alive. No. Nobody. You're, you're, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. His boy, his child, will be poisoned along with, you know, all of our children. Yeah. He, he's a jackass. He's you're a right. goddamn jackass. He is. He's a, he's jackass. a pet. Jackass, yes. It, it, some may he say he's a, a word that starts with a P that we're not allowed to say in this house. Yeah, he's a goddamn peckerhead, head, dickhead. in this house. There I, I want I wanted to get your opinion of this clip. I wanted uh, the the reason I was asking. Okay. I want I wanted to get your opinion oh, of this because it's a sure. kid saying something. Um, and okay. this is this is from the nineteen ninety nine uh, John Waters classic, Pecker. Look, Pecker. Oh. Hold on, Eric. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Look, Pecker. 
<laughs> I love John Waters. I just killed a worm. God. So. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> And, and actually, this 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 actually is John Waters himself saying this. The pecker's rich, huh? So. <laughs> God. Uh, oh God, he needs to. Uh, in the uh, hairspray movie, when he had he was the psychiatrist, and he had the the swirling black and white thing that he was going to hypnotize the kid. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she wouldn't because she loved the black boy. <laughs> somebody, me, I can vi- envision somebody waving that at Trump. <laughs> sure, or just dangle a dangle a pecker in front you know, of him. Hit, hypnotize hypnotize him. Yeah, because somebody has to do something. Yeah, that might be the only way to go. Too much, man. Yeah, it is, it is too, too much. much. It is too it's much. Too it's much. all. It's it's kind of stupid too. No, yep. All right, well, Francie, we yeah. gotta let you go. It's it's time yes, for break. I know. It's so, break time. But yes. uh, but we it's love you. Break time. We'll talk. Hitler and Ju- never. And Packerheads. <laughs> yes, and thanks for taking my call. You're very welcome. You have a w- and wonderful for the weekend. Birthday banners for my uh, my family people. I appreciate you got it. it. And everyone have a great weekend. All right, we'll talk to you soon, Francie. Good night. Sunday, Francie. Love you. Yes. All right. Love, Love you back. You. Bye, Francie. Bye. All right. Bye. All right. On that note, it is time to run to the break. When we come back, we'll get into a veritable potpourri of audio. Uh, probably do one or two Mad Libs. Yeah, we'll do some Mad Libs tonight. I've got to see what we have left. I might actually kind of blew through most of our audio, so should be easy. Um, but yeah, so let's go ahead and, uh, run to the break and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take a leisurely stroll through the, the rest of the, the program and, uh, see what everybody else has to say. Uh, but yeah, we'll be right back with lots more turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. It is a metric scientific mathematical algorithm of tyranny. No shit. Every Tuesday and Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern at IndieMediaWeekly.com. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. Look, Hacker, I just killed a worm! Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with 
swirling, transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with me. Nate, knock it off. Nah, come on, enough of that. Uh, welcome back to Turn Off the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, radio for humans. Trump cultists need not apply. Welcome back to, uh, of course, Michelle Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Thanks for sitting in for rain tonight. Or Bob, I'm not sure who you want to sit in for. Um, I'll sit in for rain, because that, right. that kind of oh. gives me some gravitas. Excellent, excellent. Uh oh, what are you saying about Bobber? Are you saying that he's uh, he's, he's <laughs> I am kidding. Uh, but of course, uh, hey, yeah. Bobber's Bobber's Bobber makes great beer and and I and can music. personally, you know, I can personally uh, uh, vouch for that. Yeah, I can too. Holy God! <laughs> yeah. The mother of all beers, I had it. Uh, and of course, uh, Miles Lagon. So I, I guess by default, you're sitting in for Bobber tonight. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. What are, are you brewing up some trouble? Uh brewing. Uh, I, I bought Michelle some <laughs> ice cream today. Which, oh, nice. You know, it's a flavor she likes. So I, I score bonus brownie points like that. I, I dig it. I dig it. But anyway, welcome back. Of course, uh, Miles and Michelle will be heard on Mike Check Radio tomorrow night, seven to ten p.m. Eastern, every Saturday, right here on Indie Media Weekly, and um, they'll be subbing with Adam. As I've said repeatedly now, from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, Tuesday and Friday, for us here, because Joe Sandhorse of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, is also taking off next week because you're going to use up a season pass on some sports ball. Yes, I'm doing some sports ball, and I'm going to I'm gonna watch Schmangy again. Schmangy! Oh. <laughs> I'm Shmangy. sorry, but your names aren't on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Cabbage rolls and coffee. Yeah. Good. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to get some more Schmengi Brothers drops. So uh, if you find some good ones uh, that you want me to grab, I'll do it, and that'll that'll be. Oh, the uh, whole the whole the whole movie's a, a good drop. Well, yeah. I mean, I think we could probably pick out a few clips, though. So. Oh yes. But uh, all right. Well, I forgot. We do have some audio. We do have some audio that we haven't gotten to. And um, I'm sure everybody is probably wondering, uh, or probably mo- mo- actually most likely not wondering, what Kellyanne Conway has to say about all this. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a couple of clips of her with uh, Chris Cuomo from uh, last night, and um, I, I, I thought about getting more, but I really, I, I just, I couldn't handle it for, for much, much more than I got. But let me play clip one. And Joe, you and Rain had discussed the, the contents of this uh, clip. And, uh, I, well, I'm going to be taking care of Mad Lib, so I would kind of like you to spearhead the conversation after this clip. <laughs> so, okay. uh, so. <laughs> Here you go. Listen, listen, learn, and actually maybe unlearn from listening to Kelly and Conway. Um, Do you think the president is taking telling the truth that he never knew about the payments until after they? He's were saying done? that he knew, he knew them after the fact. I never knew about them, and I was I don't a campaign care about manager. When oh you no, no, no you should them. absolutely no, care about I that. I care about and I'll him. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. You should absolutely care that the campaign manager for the winning part of the mm-hmm. campaign think that 
there's nothing to be gained in meeting with Russians and talking to people in Moscow instead of Michigan and Mecklenburg County, North mm-hmm. Carolina. You should very much care that no. I don't know about payments. I care women, about the president. Me. And, and you should be reminded that every single night CNN was featuring another woman with another story. You played the Access Hollywood tape constantly thinking that it would hurt the hurt the candidate he would never be elected what? cnn interfered in the election daily <laughs> by by shifting the scales are we a foreign inimical phone. power no, no, with your with your phony polling I mean, and everybody saying, saying excuse right me no, 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 <laughs> he could that he could never win people say we didn't did. cover wow. his lying and bad character no, enough no. that's are what i get criticized for that is true <laughs> but joe no. joe go ahead yeah. jesus h Christ on a crutch, as they say. <laughs> you know, I say Christ Boy, on a cracker I, myself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, uh, Kelly, she was banned from Morning Joe. I think she should be banned from Chris Cuomo's uh, uh, show because she's ridiculous. She, she conflates CNN's coverage of legitimate news during the campaign of him on the Access Hollywood tape and all the 20 accusers with Russian interference. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know, you know, what your take on that is, but I don't see another hostile government taking over our elections and a news network covering the news is the same thing. Yeah, I I think that's... Yeah, I think you're spot on. <laughs> but, yeah, I so, mean, go ahead. So, Kellyanne, go talk to your husband, will you? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> but, but Miles, you caught that. She said, she said that CNN interfered with the election by reporting on the news. Yeah, that's projection. That's straight-up projection. It's also it, a it's lie. Just, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, well... Uh, yes so i don't i to take anything that woman says legitimate it is a mistake to legitimize her by bringing her on the show mm-hmm. i i i agree she should be routinely banned and and isolated to the fox news viewers who are already so bent mentally that they're going to believe that crap anyway. But she should not be allowed to spread her propaganda on the public airwaves or cable or wherever it is on on shows that have any shred of legitimacy. Michelle? Um, I can't... I, I, I can't listen to her without... Uh, feeling like my ears are filling with poop you know (laughs) just start right there full yeah and and she talks over and she tells people what they think what she she wants them to think you know it's a you you should you should be you should be concerned you know i was i was a finance manager for the campaign you should be concerned because you know it's it's up to me i didn't know it i didn't know it that should be important to you no no. no, that's horseshit. <laughs> uh, it, it's, uh, but, uh, but yeah. So, uh, uh, would you guys like me to play the next one so you can uh, um, sure. be baffled by by the yeah. con woman, Kellyanne Con woman? Oh, um, wow. I, I love this one. Listen, uh, because only Trump knows what he believes. 
<laughs> what do you hear Cuomo's reaction for this? <laughs> Christopher, unless you're getting fifty dollars every time you say the word, it used to be collusion. Tonight is lying. No, Some other they day both matter. Ansel Gold. By the way, okay. both words matter. Really? They we do. don't know if there's proof of one. There's an investigation going on that our president disrupts so every chance he more, gets. You cover that more than the booming matters. economy. You cover that more than the low unemployment rate. You cover that more than the consumer. He talks confidence. about this more than he you talks are, about all of those things. You are a world-class journalist. He used to go to plane crash sites and cover war. I go now. Famine. I was no, in Helsinki and saw one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, we saw what you wrote about it. We saw what you wrote about yeah. it. Do, it was would really you like embarrassing. To take that back? Was that a big no, lie? No, not a chance. Right. Was it was embarrassing. CNN published on July 27th. It was embarrassing what happened in Helsinki. And I'm glad that you yeah, didn't have you to experience it the way it. we you did. I'm not ignoring anything. I'm speaking to what is true. And I got to tell you something. Booming economy. This is going exactly Deregulation. Consumer confidence. Those are all good indices. I talk about what matters on this show all the time. You know what, what matters? Is the president was asked the same question yeah. that you're asking me, and yeah. he answered it. And he only lied. He, no, only he knows <laughs> what he <laughs> believes. No. Only he Wait. knows what he knew. Only he knows what he believes? No, only know, he knows what he experienced. Only he knows what mm, he... But that's not true. Wow. Why? Because you say so. Because it's not a matter of perspective. No. Tell me where it's this is going. It's not an eyewitness testimony. Hey, Christopher, tell me... Oh my God! Yeah, I had to I had to cut her off there. Lord. But uh, the the whole Helsinki thing, though. Okay, Cuomo Rex Quando. Okay, now watch this. I'm just gonna break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez, That's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> are you willing to yeah, take that, that was... back? Not a chance. Yeah, not a chance. No, no. She used to he used to cover plane crashes. Yeah. I did one in Helsinki. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing! So, yeah. yeah so, what, what did you think of that? Um, the the uh, 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 Joe he said, um, uh, uh, or, or she said, only the president knows what he believes. Only the president <laughs> knows what he thinks. <laughs> I, I don't even, I don't even know where to start with that. That is. Like the most nonsensical phrase I ever heard. Only he knows what he thinks and believes. Um, yeah, so what? But we know objective fact, which is he's a freaking liar 7.6 <laughs> times a day, mm-hmm. according to the Washington Post. Wow. I mean, really, I mean, she just jabbers on, hoping that she could, you know, overtalk him. That's and then it. at the end of that segment, by the way, she 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 tried to walk off before they went to commercial. And he told her to stay stay still. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! And that you think that'll be the last time she's on, Joe? I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I uh, thought the stay still the stay still part. <laughs> what what do you think of that that little uh, snippet there, Michelle? Um, to me, the way she talks is so condescending, and she's just out to just, you know, just spew her falsehoods, and, you know, she's a beautiful spin doctor, but she goes at it a little ham-handedly, as I think, you know, when you you talk over people, and you... She's a comely spin doctor. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, I'm just being an asshole. Go ahead. (laughs) Continue your thought. I can't even say she's eloquent at it. She mostly just tries to talk over you and ram her opinion down your throat. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and I, I think that's one of the things that turns me off so much about her. She just, well, that and she works for Trump. <laughs> so. True, true. Um, and uh, what did you think, uh, Miles, of that? Uh, only, only Trump knows what he thinks he knows he means. <laughs> it's total. Uh, yeah, uh, Kellyanne Conway is the Tokyo Rose of the Trump administration. Yeah, it's a good analogy. She is just there to try and sound reasonable, try and make you doubt, try and make you wonder if maybe things aren't. Screw her. Screw her. Yeah. Kick her off. Never bring her back. Stop giving her a platform to sp- spread that sh- <laughs> dribble. Yeah, yeah. You know what I say? Screw her with somebody else's hecker. Yeah. So. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was no, that might have been no, too no, harsh. No. <laughs> Well, I was no just. Comment. <laughs> I said with somebody else's. So her husband, her husband, her husband. He has to deal with that. So uh, no, I, and I don't mean that she's an unattractive person or anything like that. That's you know she she's a fine looking individual, but she's so ugly because she's such a fucking liar. So no argument there. I've made yeah I've made some inappropriate remarks tonight so I will buzz myself a couple more times. So, but it's you know not what? A mistake if you catch it. Yeah, true, true. It was it, well actually it's it's not a mistake at all. I was it was completely intentional what I did. I won't well, lie. So, uh, but yeah, so I, I have one last clip. I'm gonna oh man. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. This is, uh, uh, unless, Joe, do you have anything else to add uh, to the uh, Cuomo-Conway exchange? What could I possibly add to that? That that, that sounds like a 70s (laughs) band, the the Cuomo-Conway exchange. (laughs) It does. It does. And I think... I think I saw them the open for. I think I, still. Yeah, I, th- I think I saw them open for uh, Manhattan Transfer back in the day. So. Ooh, ooh, kitty. Wasn't that Manhattan Transfer? <laughs> uh, that sounds familiar, but so, I'm not sure. Anyway, that's uh, I don't know. Somebody in the chat room will know. Uh so. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think it was a Manhattan Transfer did talk about the girl from New York City. New York City, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So this one, this is completely off topic. But the reason it's off topic is because Trump is doing everything he can to change the narrative of what is going on right now. He doesn't want to talk about Pecker. <laughs> Uh, or, <laughs> uh, you know, anything else. But uh, uh, Tom Foreman on CNN talked about a certain tweet that Trump uh, made after watching Tucker Carlson's show the other day on F- 
Fox. Amid a storm of legal implications, political questions, and even talk of impeachment. If I ever got impeached, I think the market would crash. There it was, a tweet from left field. I've asked Secretary of State Pompeo to closely study the South Africa land and farm seizures and expropriations and the large-scale killing of farmers. The tweet was apparently spurred by a story on the president's favorite channel. President of South Africa, Cyril Ramaphosa, has begun, and you may have seen this in the press, seizing land from his own citizens without compensation because they are the wrong skin color. It's true the South African government is in a fierce debate over politics ahead of next year's elections, debate on whether to allow some white-owned farms to be seized and handed to black citizens, reparation for years of apartheid. AFRIFORUM, an activist group that mainly represents white South Africans, has called for international intervention. Millions of people in this country need your protection. South Africa's president says the issue will be debated by the public and in parliament. But is large-scale killing of farmers underway? Not according to a study last year from a large South African farmers group, which found while violence in rural parts of the country remains high, attacks on farmers have actually been declining. Trump's tweet was based on false information, government officials quickly no said, shit. calling them hysterical comments. No shit. Still, the false notion of white South African farmers under genocidal fire is a popular trope with white supremacists, neo-Nazis, and conspiracy theorists, some of whom have, have plenty to like in President Trump. His brutal comments about some African countries, his attacks on protesting football players, and more. Even as he insists, no, no, he's no racist. racist. I am the least racist person you have ever interviewed. If he's the only person you ever interviewed. So to be clear, as far <laughs> as we can find, the president has never before directly tweeted about any issues in Africa, and now that he has chosen to do so, he has forwarded a piece of fake news about the alleged plight of white people living there. Yeah, so I did a little bit of research into this story last night, and basically what Tucker Carlson has done is he's conflated what the government is trying to do to quell the violence against farmers. And a lot of the violence that, that's happened uh, against white farmers, it, it happens against African, you know, native, you know, black African employees as well have been in, you know, killed raped assaulted uh stolen from whatever um but th th what's happening is this isn't some kind of like anti-white movement that's going on what's going on is these farmers are isolated basically they're in the middle of nowhere they're farming and there are small villages around them and the small villages are extremely poor and they are starving and they need money they want you know some of them want weapons some of them want you know goods from that are on the farms so because they're they're really disenfranchised they think nothing of going on to these farms and saying what's yours should be mine it's not racially motivated it's just that people are desperate you know and what they're talking about for the the you know seizing of land i mean if you saw the numbers the, basically the numbers for like white ownership in south africa of property and farms and things like that it's like you know uh you know white people own like i think it's like something like 85% of the land in south africa 
and you know and it's a very small portion it's kind of like the one percent over here uh but you know so it's not it's not some kind of anti-white movement that's going on it just so happens that these farmers are in the middle of nowhere and they're surrounded by people who are desperate because they're taking all of the resources and the money from the from the region and i'm not justifying violence against them but i'm saying it's a pretty fucked up system and it's but it's not some kind of like you know evil black power movement that's doing this and going after white people that is the that's the nazi line and trump just you know fed uh, more legitimacy to neo-nazis and white supremacists with that tweet just like he did with charlottesville when he said there are fine people on both sides after they killed somebody who opposed the nazis down there so anyway um uh i'll uh, uh michelle have you heard anything about this um i haven't heard what you are talking about um, as far as the, the Trump's reaction to it and, and that sort of thing, I heard like a little snippet, but I didn't go into depth into researching what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. However, I do know that those white supremacists over there in South Africa, those guys are crazy. Um, there's a show on Netflix called uh, Dark Tourist. And he went over there and spent some time with these guys. And these guys are like preppers in case the African tribes rise up again and and, and decide mm-hmm. to go out on a genocidal attack on all the South Africans. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a nutty political system over there right now. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's it crazy. And, and you're right, too, by, by referring to those people as like preppers, because there are a handful of the farmers that are like totally like white nationalist nazi types but the the larger majority they just happen to be lucky because they're white and they inherited farms from the families that they took as colonialists you know because this is a this is a far more recent history post-apartheid that this you know this shit's going on and the inequity is is just unbelievable and it's going to cause strife and it's going to cause violence and it's going to cause you know um just an ugly ugly i mean it's so unfair for for what carlson and all these people are saying in trying to make it look like this anti-white movement and without having any empathy or understanding of how new this political structure is in south africa i mean i remember apartheid in the 80s I mean, this isn't they, like this isn't like slavery ended two hundred years ago, right? Yeah. Well, they also they also treat our American Indians. I mean, our Native Americans the same way. And I should you know, say a hundred years ago when, for American yeah, slavery, when, because but anyway, I was thinking British whenever, slavery. Whenever we cut more and more land away from the you know the 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 areas that the Indians uh, still control, mm-hmm. you know, and we did, we decided to destroy their national you know their their ancestral monuments and stuff because somebody wants to frack or strip mine or yeah. you know explore the area for oil, we do the same thing. Sure. And they don't and they report on it like, oh well, look at these terrorist uh, Native Americans out there, you know, th- th- throwing rocks at at the at the at the police officers lined up to protect the poor little, yeah. um, you know, pipeline building. But then they defend the the terrorists, the the Bundy Ranch terrorists who completely took over an, uh, a national park. 
you know exactly so or our nature reserve um but uh uh we don't have a lot of time, uh, my, but great, great points there, Michelle. Very good points. Um, uh, Miles, did you want to uh, jump in on that? My, my take on this is it is not so much an issue. They, the supremacists want to make this a white, you know, a racist issue. Yeah. What is what this is is class warfare. It is exactly. the super rich oppressing the the poor. Mm-hmm. That's really what it boils down to, and it's unsustainable. And they're going to try and sustain it by using the resources of the government to protect the rich from the poor. Yeah, and uh, I, hope, well, I hope they fail. The government, actually, the the uh, South African government is looking at kind of a reparations type thing I to hope to address this. That it does the right thing, but it's the racists that are going to try to use the government to maintain power for the rich. Just but as they do I, in this but that's the thing. They it, it's looking like they can't. So that's why the oh, white no, national. That's why I, the I white. That. Na- I'm just saying. Uh, I'm trying. just saying that's why the white nationalists are trying to enlist the help of the most famous and most powerful white nationalist, Trump. So they're sure. trying to get uh, the the United States to intervene in uh, in a lie uh, because we have a great liar. It's cost uh, warfare. Yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. Uh, uh, Joe, you get the final word on this. All I know is that I read that they've changed Tucker Carlson's show to White Grievance Tonight. The white, the white Grievance uh, Variety Hour. That's the name, of the, <laughs> the name of the show, was White Grievance Tonight. So. <laughs> At least they're being truthful about them now. That's right. Uh, I mean, that's... that's 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 all he is. Every night, it's t- how how whites got to you know, we we had slavery forced upon us. Mm-hmm. Then, then uh, you know, and then we had all this white privilege forced upon us. And what the hell? And then we stole all that South African land away from the black majority. And eh, you know, we shouldn't give it back. But you're right. That's what they're looking into. The, the parliament is now debating whether they should, with compensation, mm-hmm. reallocate the land so that it's fairly distributed, which it is not right now exactly. because of years of apartheid and yeah. years of a white minority keeping all of the land away from the black majority. Bingo, bingo. Yeah, very, that's very well put, Jill, because uh, that, that's what I was uh, trying to get across. But yes, you nailed it. You nailed it. Thank you. So, uh, but on that note, we do have to go to the break. And since Michelle's on the show, I decided to bust out the Ghost Gun Casio demo for you. So, because I know I knew you enjoyed that the last time uh, I played it. And, uh, but yeah, so when we come back, that's pretty much all the news we have. And I got to tell you, I, I think the Mad Libs tonight are going to be pretty fucking stellar. <laughs> Guess what the first noun was on the show? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think uh, everybody knows what it what it is. Uh, uh, and that is, oh, come on, seriously? Uh, yes, the first word was uh, pecker. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to go to the break. Uh, great analysis on that. Uh, again, Trump just fueling the fire for racial divide now on a on an epic global scale. Now, not just he's not happy to to divide whites and blacks in the United States. Now, now he wants to go international 
and uh, start fucking around in uh, South Africa. Good job, you piece of shit. You big dumb hunk of shit. Anyway, we'll be right back with uh, more Turn Up the Night, the final segment of this weekend edition, right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Second air, 
Every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Port St. Lucie, twice. Welcome back to the program. And, of course... Look, Hacker, I just killed a worm! Yeah, I can't stop playing the Pecker clips. I even interfered with my own uh, Casio version of the Ghost Gun. (laughs) And added some backing vocals in. Pecker. Yeah. But anyway, uh, welcome back, guys. Are you guys all all ready to uh, hop into some Mad Libs territory here? Sure. Let's go. All right. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, unless there's anything else uh, anybody wanted to add before we uh, uh, roll along. Any any thoughts you might have had during break? No. Nope. I'm good. All right. All right. There we go. Okay. Here we go. Mad Libs, everybody. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get Mad Libs. <laughs> Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right. We're going to go alphabetical tonight on the program. Uh, Joe Santorsa, a type of liquid, sir. Uh, Coffee. Okay. (laughs) 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 Uh, And cabbage rolls. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -mm, Good. Michelle, a type of material. A type of material. Oh, yes. Um, rubber. Rubber, it is. And Miles, <laughs> I think you're going to like this one. A greeting. <laughs> oh, gosh. A greeting. Um. Wh- <laughs> uh, welcome to my parlor. Uh, welcome to my parlor. All right, that's a good one. And uh, <laughs> Joe, an exclamation. Eureka! Okay, Eureka, it is. Uh, if I can remember to spell it, yeah, I think I got it. Eureka! I've spelled it correctly. Uh, <laughs> Michelle, a number. 
667 neighbor of the beast uh, <laughs> uh, Miles <laughs> another type of liquid please um let's go with pus pus alright moving right along uh, Joe a silly word um <clears throat> silly word Schmengi. <laughs> there you go. Schmengi. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, oh, Michelle, uh, uh, here we go. Everybody gets it now. Type of liquid. Santorum. Oh, wow. Oh, I knew that was coming. Oh, All I had right. Come. All right. I knew you wouldn't let me down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Miles, an adverb. Um... Let's go with. Oh, I keep using that one. I want to do something new. Uh, anally. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, and uh, Joe, a uh, part of the body, sir. Um, teeth. Tooth. Tooth. Okay. Tooth. Uh, <laughs> tooth. Uh, lower plate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and Michelle, an exclamation. Um, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yes, that's right. Oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> uh, I'll play that. that. I'll play that when we get to. Uh, I'll try to remember to play that when we get to that. All right, only a couple more here. Uh, Miles, part of the body, plural. Nostrils. Okay, and uh, Joe, a silly word. Another silly word. Yeah, another silly word. Kooky. Kooky. And Michelle, last one. Another silly word. Ah, uh, um, Kookabunga. Okay, uh, here we go. We have uh, three Mad Libs. We got one in honor of Rudy Giuliani tonight. I'll save for last. I think I'll do the last one first. This one's called Caveman. Some scientists think of caveman as the contemptible link between modern modern man and KY jelly. <laughs> Cavemen were intelligent, especially the Neanderthals, who uh, created the bow and shark, which enabled them to hunt delusional animals. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they were sure sharded. Um, <laughs> Uh, they use the skins of these donuts to cover their nostrils and also to keep their crickets warm. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep your crickets warm. Everybody knows what happened That's to Jiminy. Yeah. If your crickets aren't warm, your pecker is going to get cold. See? There you go. And you know what that that is? And that's one to grow on. Uh, they learned to make fire by rubbing two blithering idiots together. <laughs> <laughs> that probably would work. <laughs> <laughs> probably. 
Uh, <laughs> although at first they can only make sounds such as kooky and kookamanga, which roughly translate to hello and where's the peach peaches room. <laughs> Where is the peaches room? <laughs> Men's room. Um, eventually, they developed their own evil language. And then they became the Trump cult. Uh, <laughs> if a Neanderthal man uh, were around today, his vile brain, disingenuous muscles, and skeevy face... Uh, with his vile brain, disingenuous muscles and skeevy brain, he would make a great president of a truth company, or at the very least, a corrupt used courtroom salesman. There you go. It's cavemen, everybody. We're going to save the Guliani one for last. This one's probably going to be the best. Uh, this is answers to animal questions. Question. Why do camels have peckers? <laughs> That's a good good question. Answer. Camels live in the desert and have to go far for uh, and I'm sorry, and have to go for days without food or coffee. Their humps their humps are made of rubber on which they live. All right. Question, can dogs talk? Can dogs talk? Uh, answer, a dog is talking when he wags his cat <laughs> or when he barks. If a dog wags his tail, it can mean, welcome to my parlor or Eureka. <laughs> <laughs> Question, when, it, uh, when frightened, does an ostrich, uh, stick its cock ring in the sand? <laughs> oh my. Answer. <laughs> What'd you say, Joe? Only, only if it's mating season. <laughs> <laughs> Answer, no, it can run away very fast because it has such long flippers. <laughs> All right, question. What is the biggest land animal alive today? Answer, the Donald Trump. I'm sorry, I'm, I, 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 I screwed up. And it's, it's the elephant, actually. It weighs 667 tons. It has a bitchy trunk, <laughs> which it uses like we use our wanker or our schlong. <laughs> when it is hot, an elephant squirts pus on its back with its disgusting trunk. All right. All right. So you, can you guys guess what the, the, the last one is, what the title of the last one is uh, in... Um, in tribute to Rudy Giuliani. Something about New York? No. Oh. It's more about what he's what? doing right now. What? Lying? What I stuck <laughs> in my butt on my Scottish vacation. <laughs> Joe, you got a guess? Um, little funny hats with buzzy fuzzy balls <laughs> so close so close it's golf actually oh, okay. so. <laughs> all right here we go so, uh, the word golf come comes from the german word schmengi <laughs> which means club <laughs> <laughs> it could golf is an outdoor douche played on a large dumbass with a small fussy ball <laughs> them golf balls is fussy um you use a club with a long, slender inquirer 
and metal or wooden tabloid to hit the ball into a series of 18 liars. Sure, I can see it. Yeah, it works, yeah. Yeah. When you play golf, you try to keep the ball in the middle of the porn star to avoid Santorum hazards <laughs> and sand rags. <laughs> yeah, nice. that would work. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that fit perfect. Yeah. Before you attempt to play golf, you should take lessons from a professional Christ on a bike who will teach you how to swing an accountant and putt anally. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way Trump golfs. He putts anally. He sharts, he sharts the ball across the, the green. Uh, important to avoid hitting another player in the tooth or on top of the penis pump. Oh, see, there it is. There it is. Don't save penis in this house. Be sure to yell. Oh my goodness! This warms them that that a nipple tassel is headed their way. <laughs> there you go, folks. Those are our Mad Libs for tonight. Look at they that. were mad. Mad. They were. Uh, so uh, <laughs> there were good no job. Goats. Good job. There were no goats in there. No, no goats, no goats. But there was, no there goats. was, a, there, there were some peckers. A couple. Why, why do peckers. camels have peckers? Because <laughs> they can't drink coffee. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Or eat cabbage rolls. <laughs> cabbage rolls and coffee. Yeah. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. You ate it, Ralph. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right, so here we go. We we are in the 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 bitter finale. The bitter? No, it's not bitter. It's it's a fine finale of the program tonight. Had a good time. Had a very good time. Miles and Michelle, what a great show! Thank you so much for subbing for Bob and Rain. I look forward to uh, uh, you guys uh, and Adam uh, helping us out next week. And again, all of our listeners, stick around next week. Come back. Come back for the coffee yes. and cabbage rolls. Yep, yes. <laughs> And I, I think it. In speaking of which, I think it, it bears repeating a third time on the program right now. We just so we can say we played it once per hour. The Schmengi brothers, everybody, with a PSA. I'm sorry, but your names aren't on the list. You forgot to register. Pavel Vyachki's name's on the list. Yeah, how come you got her name? You ain't got ours. Because Mrs. Vilviachki filled out a form. She's a registered voter. Hi, Anya Schmengi. And I'm Stan Schmengi. You know, what you just saw, of course, was a dramatization. Election day is drawing near, and it's every good citizen's duty to go out and vote. <laughs> but you can't vote unless you register. So if you're a citizen in this great country of ours, register, then vote. And taste some freedom for a change. It's almost as good a taste as Mrs. Vilviachki's cabbage rolls and coffee. <laughs> so register, then vote. There you go. So <laughs> yeah. That's great. Wait, 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 you watch the movie and learn about Baba Kanish. No, Baba Kanish. <laughs> Baba, Baba Kanish. <laughs> I'd love to learn about Baba Kanish. Uh, yeah, Baba As Kanish, a good yeah. citizen, I would love to. <laughs> you know, in Hollywood, uh, even the agents have agents. <laughs> I know. I think we might have to do. Uh, I'm. I'm saying you could. You could be the Eugene Levy, and I could be the John Candy. We could do a, a Schmengi Brothers revival tour, Joe. 
I would do that. It would fit perfectly. And I would I would have Gene Levy's uh uh beauty spot that keeps moving. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, and uh you wouldn't have to cover up your eyebrows as much because holy god, he's got eyebrows like a porn stash up there. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what I love the part hell? of the movie where they have yeah. <laughs> they're on the decline, you know, the, the happy wanderers. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're trying to revive their career. So they have this they have this big concert plant and they have this big marquee. It says Michael Jackson in big, big letters. <laughs> and then in tiny, tiny letters you can't read, it says tribute. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, did you guys hear about the Michael Jackson bullshit that, that, that happened recently? Uh, Sony, apparently some emails oh. were uncovered. And Sony released an album in, in 2010 that had three new Michael Jackson songs. One was called Monster. One was called Evening News or something like that. And there was like three songs. And Sony admitted... Um, in some kind of lawsuit, like in a correspondence in a lawsuit, that they released three fake Michael Jackson songs and hey. sold them to. Be, yes, they they were done by a guy, a, a Michael Jackson impersonator. Oh no! And and Sony sold this CD. I think it was a collection called Michael. And um, but these three songs, I, I just read this story today. But yeah, they there was a they basically had this dude who sounds a lot like Michael Jackson write and record three songs and release them as unreleased Michael Jackson songs, and uh, yeah, it's it's major league bullshit. So uh, funny oh, you brought wow. that up because I, I was planning on talking about that tonight. Um, but yeah, everybody, oh, you know, uh, do a go do a Google church on that, and go uh, do a Google church. You're going surfing on the internet, and you will see that uh, what I see is it, it is true. It is true. Um, but anyway, um, let's go ahead and wrap the show up right now because we only got a few minutes left. So we'll go uh, uh, reverse alphabetical order to wrap up the show. Miles, what do you got for us, my brother? Uh, well, this is the beginning of the end, I think. I I've been waiting for this for a moment. I, I remember the giddiness I felt when Michelle told me that Cohen's offices had been raided. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I knew it would lead, ultimately, to something. And I, and I am just very pleased that we can start to see fruit being born on the, on the mm -hmm. tree of, yeah. It it's a wonderful thing to feel. Uh, the giddiness I'm feeling, the happiness. Yes, I know he's still doing damage, and he's, you know, I get it. But my yeah. point is, you, it, this is the first time you can start to feel a light at the end of the tunnel. So just hang in there, everybody. Enjoy the Schadenfreude, and uh, just uh, it's just gonna get better. I love the fact that you said it, it, it's bearing fruit right now because it reminded me of this clip from The Shadow from back in the day. Yes. <laughs> oh, those are great. <laughs> I haven't played that in a while. So, uh, all right. But, yeah, Michelle, uh, the harbinger of good fortune to, to Miles. <laughs> what, what is your, yeah. uh, what is your uh, parting shot? I have a quick one. I hope as Kellyanne and Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Trump and all of their, you know, cohorts as they live out their lives and their lives keep going on and going on 
that they one day will come to realize, even though I don't believe it, that the rapture has already happened, and this is their hell. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I'll say amen to that amen. right there. Very nice. Amen! Very, very nice. And uh, all right, so that brings us uh, last but not least to Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania. What's your parting shot, my brother? Well, did you ever have a customer complaint? I have many times, yes. All right, all right. Well, you are way behind in the first being the first customer complaint ever recorded because they found a 3,800-year-old Babylonian tablet that was the first oh. <laughs> customer complaint known to man. Oh, nice. Adam Hebert actually uh, uh, brought this up on Mike Check Radio, for, but for those people who didn't hear it then, Joe's going to tell you now. Yeah. Really? He brought this up? It's he amazing. did. He did last week. Yeah. This week. is amazing to me. Uh, in a clay tablet, a man named Nani <laughs> whined mm-hmm. to a merchant, Anasir, about how he was delivered the wrong grade of copper ore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I <can't. laughs> I guess you know it's it's sort of like they're they're bad produce in those days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know, I brought back blueberries that were a little fuzzy. Um, he said, "I guess this was written in an ancient language called Akkadanian." Uh, mm. And he wrote, how, "How how have you treated me for that copper? You have withheld my money bag from me in enemy territory." <laughs> It is now up to you to restore my money to me in full. So that was the first time a customer has demanded his money back for bad copper ore. Can you imagine how big the complaint box had to be to fit those little stone tablets in it? I can't even imagine. <laughs> and could you could you see the lines in Mesopotamia at the complaint desk? Oh yeah. So what? Boy. We, Customer, the, customer service next. It, I have the, number three thousand. <laughs> and the filing. Just think of the filing. Oh, oh yeah. Think of the, yeah. the size of the cabinet. Yeah. Wow. All that shopping at NK Mart. Uh, so An- yes. I'm sorry. Enki was a, a Sumerian god. So and look out A-N-K when they go A-N-K to give Mart. you a change. Whoa. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You need a, a bag of holding for that. Uh, but yeah, it, Adam Hebert jumped in. He's like, "I cover this, Marnus." Smiley face. So did he? Yeah, he did. did. He, he did. I wasn't there, so I covered. Well, yeah, this. exactly, exactly. So, but it's good, you know. Expanding. This is an important story of breaking breaking ancient news. For everyone, I, I so. think it is. It's like uh, the Rosetta Stone of customer complaints. Yeah, I would pr- prefer the Rosado Stone to help me perfect my Rosado recipe. <laughs> I, I do too, especially so. the the cheese with a lot of cheese. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, but no, good stuff. Good stuff, everybody. And uh, from me, I don't have much of a parting shot outside of uh, you know, um, his name is Pecker. Everybody, his name is Pecker. And uh, he, he really, he's really <laughs> giving it to Trump. <laughs> this is amazing. This is, this, and, and I, I do want to say this. Um, uh, I, I, I said to my mom in a text the other day, I said, I hope that, and I think I said it on the show on Tuesday. I, I hope this is one of those, you know, like when it broke about um, Cohen. I, I hope this is one of those days where I remember where, where I was, but I don't think I'm going to be able to remember 
the day of where I was, but the week. And this week is the week that they put it in the foundation for my garage. And hopefully it's also the week that the foundation of Trump's demise was cemented <laughs> so <laughs> so i think that's how i'm gonna try and remember this week is the foundation the cement for my garage and the cement of trump's demise see cool. that that's how i'm gonna do it <laughs> i like that i hope so please baby jesus make it happen um anyway that's all i got i'll be on mic check radio tomorrow uh don't be sure to tune in 7 to 10 p.m eastern uh, uh every saturday for mic check radio and I'm going to miss everybody next week, but I will check in. I will check in, uh, you know, because, you know, I, I know Adam's going to be like, oh, I hope Kenny's not listening anytime he fucks up or whatever. But I'll be listening. <laughs> oh, I'll be listening. No, no, but uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to jumping in where I can. But because hopefully the garage will be built next week, I, I want to have time off to, you know, um, you know, fret and move things or do whatever. Um, but you know, it, and it's also good to take time off just because, uh, sometimes people can go crazy from covering this yep. stuff, but you know, uh, but yeah, so miles, Michelle, thank you so much for subbing tonight and helping out next week. Looking forward to talking to both of you tomorrow. Thank you again, Adam for, uh, subbing for me next week. And, uh, yeah, I'll be here. I hope everybody else is too. And that's it. End of the show right now. Rock and roll. God bless America. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> that's it. Says who? His name is Pecker.